This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. I'm giving you a choice. I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance at this really privileged to have with us Karl Marx, the founder of modern socialism and author of the Communist Manifesto. Vladimir Ilyich Yulianov, better known to the world as Lenin, leader of the Russian Revolution, writer, statesman, and father of modern socialism. Che Guevara, the Bolivian guerrilla leader. And Mao Zedong, chairman of the Chinese Communist Party since 1949. And the first question is for you, Karl Marx. The Hammers. The Hammers is the nickname of what English football team? The Hammers. No? Well, bad luck, Carl. It is, in fact, West Ham United. Now, Che Guevara. Che. Coventry City last won the English Football Cup in what year? No? I can throw the question open. Anybody else? Coventry City last won the English Football Cup in what year? No? Well, I'm not surprised you didn't get that. It is, in fact, a trick question. Coventry City have never won the English Football Cup. <laughs> so now with the scores all even, it's on to round two, and Lenin, your starter for $10. Jerry Lee Lewis has had over 17 major solid gold hits in the US of A. What's the name of the biggest? Jerry Lee Lewis's solid gold biggie. No? Yes, Matiton. Right balls of fire? Yes, it was indeed. Great balls of fire indeed. It's episode 27 of Behind the Schemes, January 4th. First episode of 2021. How are you guys doing? We did. We did. It's going to be a memical year. I can tell it already. Twenty. We made it. We made it to 2021, but we won't make it out of it. <laughs> I don't mean to be pessimistic. Sorry. No. No. Just Not when one you piece thought they it, were man. out, they pulled me back in. Did you guys have a good New Year? Good Christmas? Yeah, man. I didn't catch anything. Uh, everyone was really nice. Yeah, it was good. No, no, no case of the super gonorrhea? Nothing, man. Like, uh, I'm clean. All my... T- all my tests are clean. It's nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> clean too. 
Yeah. Nothing's on fire. I'm always happy to say that. No great balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> great balls of fire. We <laughs> invited crabs to the party. <laughs> They're like, uh, Pokemon, you gotta catch them all. <laughs> Except right. this time they talk to you. <laughs> uh, that shit came back with me. Hangover reference. <laughs> Syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a killer start. It's been a while since we've all been through here. All all three have been here. Yeah, holiday holidays will do that. Makes your schedule all over the damn place. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I do have good feelings about twenty twenty one. I mean, we're uh definitely on the up and up, getting ready to cross over the threshold of episode thirty, which will be exciting. Uh got a couple of folks lined up as potential guests, and I think that's doubly exciting. Is uh, anyone guesting the night? No, it's just us three. Okay. I'm going to guess you guys into my heart. Get in here, you. <laughs> um, but I did have kind of an exciting weekend uh, week, I should say, because uh, I do spend a lot of time listening to the shows that um, are featured on the No Agenda stream. Uh, Why? Well, let me back up. I don't actually listen to the stream as much as I do. Uh, used to over the summer but i definitely try to go back and catch a lot of episodes when they release them proper and i made a little it's not really little it's uh four minutes and 18 seconds but i want to share you guys some of the stuff that i've heard uh y'all y'all cool with that i'll go with that 2020 for me has not just been the well it's the year of no agenda just proving how absolutely necessary they are but yes. uh, also there's been so many podcasts that I've found and started like listening to more on the uh, yeah. no agenda stream. Mm-hmm. And there's some good ones that. like uh, Booberry's got yeah. that new one he's doing that behind the schemes is really good. And then uh, I haven't heard uh, that. That was good. That. Um, and then uh, OB. This is a uh, sir seat sitter of the show abs in a six pack. And Monty and I will be with him on Wednesday and uh, I'm still sir, working. Sir Seat Sitter. Yeah, he's he's got a I, <laughs> so I, I made the mistake of saying that, oh yeah, I think this show's about food or something, which was totally incorrect and I fact checked myself. Um he's had a he lot on, of on no agenda social. He is. And um I, I believe his show is live on Twitch, so that'll be my first experience going live with Twitch. Uh Monty, have you ever fucked with Twitch? Of course. Yeah. I'm on my phone at all times. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, we'll continue on with this. DM, I've found that a couple months ago on the stream. Uh, Dean Reiner's got up is down. Do, he, do, he's great. Do but... you guys feel like it's kind of time to pull it all together now and have like a proper, because like when you look at the schedule, I don't know what's on and when's on and what to listen to and when to listen to it. Like, especially mm-hmm. like a sort of TV guide, but for the, oh. the network. It was kind of crap. <laughs> Where is that recording? At? So this is a show called Rare Encounters, and it features—oh uh, my god, Rare Encounters! Yeah, Rare Encounters, and it features a, a two gentlemen by the name of Abel Kirby and uh, uh, Cold Acid, and it's more anime and tech base. Uh, and they go they go hard in the paint with with animes, uh, a lot of shit that I have no clue <laughs> what it was from uh, before. But um, we'll we'll go on. Actually, oh, you're gonna double play Hog Story then? No, no, screw it. I'm not. I'm not gonna actually play it. 
You'll have to listen to Hog Story. Yeah, Hog Story episode one forty two. Very buried. But I also left a I also left a voicemail on uh, on last Thursday's episode as well. And that's because I found that I found this one clip. I found this one clip, and I had to make use of it. It's called hentai, and it's art. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, not wrong at all. Oh, yeah, I heard that one. Uh, as soon as you said it, I, oh, yeah, I, remember that. I heard that on the the episode before. Just to close out podcasts, um, podcast talk, uh, Grumpy Old Ben's had their episode 121. I won bacon. That was on Monday. Um, it's been yeah. 261 days since the last episode of Maps with Matt. Uh, tonight, Nick the Rat has his snow alert is the topic of his show. And I listened to a different podcast uh, this week. I've been listening to him on the side a little bit, but Behind the Schemes with uh, Boo Berry. And have you listened to that one at all? It was behind, no, I haven't. It's Behind the Schemes, but it's uh, the E's are threes. And this is another podcast with terrible SEO. I was trying to get a link for the show, and I can't even find their webpage. And I know that they have a <laughs> brand new webpage, too. Um, but it's impossible to find through classic. You make them work. Make them work. <laughs> oh, you got to want it. I was gotta... trying to find some CDC st- uh, death statistics today on the CD, and I couldn't find them. <laughs> Man, they need some more SEO services over there. Yeah, I, you know, I, uh, I know what SEO means, but I don't know how to implement it. So yeah, know. I have no idea how to do search engine optimization either. Yeah, if it's but, anything, uh, if it's anything more involved than just slamming your hands down on the keyboard, I'm not really sure. So I don't know if you type in behind the schemes and spell schemes with ease. It's uh, three. So it's weird because the 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 website won't pop up unless you type it in directly to the search bar. Um, when you type out the name with the threes, it just pulls it off. To or pulls up these sort of, uh, I mean, it's just you other Google search it. Well, this is, the, I mean, I'm a consummate professional yeah. and I only yeah. use DuckDuckGo, so <laughs> maybe they, oh. get... yeah, I literally just Googled it and like that, that other behind the schemes podcast still pops up ahead of us. Gotcha. And we're not even in a 10th or 12th. Um, oh. Yeah, we're not even on page one or two. Man. I'll look into that and see how to f- implement SEO if there's something we need to do, or even if we have to just, images, fuck, though. Image. just fucking pay Google or whatever, whatever works. Because, yeah, people should be able to find us on a quick search. <laughs> fuck Google, man. They've taken everything else from me. They're not getting my cash. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they will. They will. Shit, fuck. They're going to get everything. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry yeah. that these are a little on the long side. I just wanted to get the context of the conversation. But uh, this is great. This is very. Uh, this is awesome, and I'm glad to that you're, uh, you know, uh, promoting some other uh, podcasts. I need to get. I need to hear more. I, you know, I need to get out there more. It's hard. It's hard for me to get a lot of time in the day. So, to just listen. Um, I think we did lose Monty right there. Ah, there we go. Um, I refreshed it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I really love about uh, these shows. I think what I love about these shows the most is uh, there's such a partic- <laughs> broadcast participation. No, sorry. Participation broadcasting, uh, which <laughs> someone sent in a 13 year old clip from No Agenda. And they were, like, they were talking about how do you get the producers involved in 
uh, with the creation of the show. And I think Dvorak said something along the lines of, we'll call it participation broadcast. Uh, but so many of these shows, like uh, Bowl After Bowl, you can leave a voicemail. Hog Story, you can leave a voicemail. I mean, they, they, they'll do. It's 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 really cool. I, I, I got to say, it's definitely been the best part about 2020 uh, is finding such a tight-knit community. community. Yeah, responsive, yeah. tight-knit, you know, ones that participate with each other. And I, I really dig this idea of... Uh, I'm not sure who was talking about it at the beginning of this little mini supercut, but um, you know, doing like a it's a fucking uh, TV guide lineup. You know, everybody's got times that they go live, and it's all a variety of shows. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good times. There was 19, I think, was the final count. There was 19 streamers on the fucking uh, No Agenda stream for New Year's. And it was chaos. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where'd you watch the ball drop from, huh? Uh, I didn't watch the ball drop at all. I do want to talk about that though. I do. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get into the New Year's stuff, but um, we'll anger, rage. Yeah. Sorry, Satan. <laughs> I don't want to blow my load yet. All right, we'll finish this up real quick. Research engine. Well, I'll just have to nag him on IRC. Yeah, he's got to get some SEO in that shit because I can't. I was going to put a link and plug it, but he had a. And I was trying to get his name too. Uh, they had a guest on who sounds just like Alex Jones. And, uh, oh, nice. Every once in a while, he, he dips into this and you say, wait a minute, that could be Alex Jones. Uh, but he was a really. <laughs> it's he's, real! He's, he's definitely not Alex Jones. His voice just sounds similar. Uh, but uh, a g- good guest on there fun conversation so uh, listen to behind the schemes again i i think they had uh i think they're doing two episodes a week and so they're up um it's like episode 26 or something i couldn't find the number because i can't find the website damn they're already past us yeah i know but that's because they, they they do more than an episode a week yeah so it goes yeah i don't plan to for us to do more than an episode a week yeah I, I'm going to go down the, the list of shows that I updated only yesterday on the stream. So this is this is shows that are clearly still updating weekly. Um, uh, no Agenda, DH Unplugged, Congressional Dish, uh, Rhino, Grimerica, Random Thoughts, That Larry Show, Hog Story, Grumpy Old Ben's, Mo Facts, uh, Up Is Down, Walk Through the Mind, Smash Cast, Fun Fact Friday, Bowl After Bowl, Rare Encounter, Abs in a Six Pack, Back from the Future, Our Big Dumb Mouth, 2030 Podcast, Informed Descent, and a new one. Uh, this hasn't even been announced yet, although I think they played once. Behind the Schemes with Blueberry is now playing on the stream. Or did he talk into the right side of the microphone? Hey, they need some production work, and I hope that that gets worked out uh, because their levels are all over the damn place. But their content <laughs> is good, and that's really the most important thing for... For the yes. people who listen to the No Agenda screen. <laughs> there will be more shows coming, so always, when you've gotten all caught up on Grumpy Old Ben's, go to noagendastream.com. There we go. Also, uh, I, I also liked making it so long so we could throw in as many fucking shows as possible in that four-minute little section there. Um, <laughs> I responded <laughs> with... Well, all three sides of my family are from West Virginia, and in the Coal Hills, one leg is shorter than the other. I don't know levels. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a good time. So I like it, you know, coming up uh, on the big awesome, man. That's three. all super supportive and really, really great of all those people to give a shout out like that. Hell yeah. I'll have to find somebody that wants to come along and get in some chaos with us. Uh, speaking of fucking chaos, I didn't watch shit for New Year's Eve. I didn't do any of the countdown to rocking my fucking New York butt off or anything like that. Um, I did see videos of de Blasio and his wife dancing in Times Square. That was kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the only two. I mean, that that has to be a fucking it's like just just for a second. Let's set aside all of the uh, ridicule and the hypocrisy and just imagine what it's like in their shoes to be able to dance there with the with the one you love. In one of the most ass-to-ass places at that specific time of year, and there's no one. It's just you and the missus slow dancing. Power. <laughs> that is power. Uh, I do believe we have a new jingle for something like that. By the way, if you see your mom this weekend, would you be sure and tell her Satan, Satan, Satan? Yeah, that made me very angry. Uh, I think that's the enraged might have been one of the words or emotions that was going on. New Year's was great, though, for for me personally. Uh, the wife and I had a great time, you know, just drinking and boozing and gambling. You know, she wins all the card games. But um, <clears throat> but she, she, you know, she likes to watch the ball drop and have always been that that type of person i don't care pop culture doesn't do much for me but we started watching and it was god i don't even know who the artist was you know like i, she, I think she said it might have been pitbull or something you know whatever i don't know these artists and um and and it you know i started just getting tense angry watching this like pop shit and um but then I had to tell my wife, I'm like, okay, well, it really isn't that much for me to watch American pop culture for like 15 minutes a year. You know, I need to take a, take a drink, chill out, relax, you know, and then I see de Blasio and it's over. Like, fuck that. <laughs> I was going to say it's much more uh, tolerable on if you're watching it on a mute, but that would insinuate you, you're having people over and having good conversation and all that good stuff instead it's just watching it in the background <laughs> you know who didn't have a good time uh with their family get together and where was it quebec quebec and uh, some people in la too yeah <laughs> there was a gathering of six people and the neighbors got wind of this and they're like uh excuse me mr policeman they're breaking the rules and they fucking they i know they dragged the one dude out in uh, Quebec. quebec great audio that should be a uh, sound clip right there just if you can find that just that one little (laughs) Uh, I didn't catch the one in in LA Uh, you know it's 90 people got arrested holy shit for having parties yeah on New Year's yep in LA, in the United States of America. 
Well, <laughs> the one free nation. I think I think the United States of America is a little bit of a stretch when it comes to Los Angeles. That's still the title. You know, <laughs> the official title still. I'm actually entitled. Um, yeah, enticed to agree with that. Yeah. LA is a poor representation of this country. <laughs> well, speaking of a poor uh, representation, what did y'all think of uh, Pelosi and McConnell's garages getting hit with uh, give us our checks tags and shit like that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I was going to say, I think I actually missed that one. That, that really happened though? Oh yeah, they fucking, they got up all in there and sprayed paint the fuck out of the garage with all sorts of messages, but they were ha- they I mean, sorry, not happy. They Maybe, maybe they, they were, were really nice. they were, they were, they taped off the brick, you know, yeah. Nancy Pelosi's, that was very uh, considerate of them. That's what I was going to say. They were happy to oblige the taping <laughs> over the bricks. That's what I was trying yes. to get out. Um, <laughs> And whoever did, I saw that on No Agenda Social, whoever the girl is in that video that pointed that out, props to her, because, uh, you know, it looks like some some mad graffiti, but then it's like, wait a minute, if if that was a spray paint can, they would have definitely hit the brick there. Oh, yeah. That splashback's a real thing. And they didn't. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, and isn't it, isn't it convenient? It's, it's uh, both of them, McConnell, Pelosi just right at this little particular time in history. They both have really close ties to China, too. Mm. <laughs> really close ties, man. If McConnell you... <laughs> not be trusted. If you see your politician, be sure to tell him, China, China, China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll fuck for secrets, intel secrets. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all see that uh uh some a couple I, I don't know if they're all exclusively like beer distilleries or whatever and manufacturing places but um like a lot of these places when there was oh. when we were low on hand sanitizer like went out of their way to make make some you know in mass production right uh got got hit with uh fda fine of like a hundred thousand dollars something crazy like that <laughs> oh yeah like you know just what a colossal fuck you <laughs> to, to these establishments because mm-hmm. i know the okay so there's a meadery here in town uh that i went to a lot when i was living in that area um sociable cider works and you can get to-go growlers and to-go cans, and they sell a little bit of their stock in grocery stores here. Um, but they were—they would always give me a little bottle of hand sanitizer that they distilled on the side, <laughs> and for the FDA to come in and be like, "Oh yeah, you gotta pay up, bitch," and they charge them fifteen thousand fucking dollars. Fucking fuck that shit, man! You hadn't heard that? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> they may have rolled that back. You know, uh, oh, well, people are a little I, I upset. I, I thought I saw, saw a headline that said they have, uh, they're not gonna do that. That's... I'll look into that, <laughs> or maybe they'd have to start paying people to uh, paint up their garage doors. <laughs> a pig's head. I mean, was it a real pig's head? They, they you know, they said it was a severed pig head. I saw. I saw a pig's head in uh, Minneapolis. Someone was it telling was a real one, like they got it from a butcher or something. I, you know, there was a, there was kind of so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want no fake ass pig's head. 
right. either way the pig dies yeah yes and you all get bacon mm. <laughs> no, bacon for my skull oh man well i got a, a flurry of tabs here open uh do you guys want to start kind of weird or do you guys want to start a little mind crimey or should we hit some covid 1984 man i'm i'm, I'm... i was like oh, they just say you wanted to talk about uh wait no we're, we already talked about it uh go with the first one you said <laughs> I don't remember what the first one that I said was. So we're I just going to go. <laughs> it was weird days. stuff. It was some weird out there stuff or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so some, some, uh, weird stories. A Nazi Enigma machine was found at the bottom of a bay. Are you guys familiar with the Enigma machines? Uh, uh, only from like, uh, James Bond. Uh, but yes, a little bit. Yeah. It's all spycraft, you know, so it, uh, encrypt messages and, and, uh, send them before computers. Those guys or... exist outside of Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is just like the movies <laughs> uh so this is from atlas obscura when the marine biologist michael blot descended into the seabed of uh seabed of the bay of gelting on the western edge of the baltic sea he noticed a contraption tangled up in the fishing line the crew had headed down to collect the device, which was at first seemed like an old typewriter sitting at least under 30 feet of water, was a Nazi Enigma machine, likely one of hundreds abandoned and thrown overboard in the dying days of the German war effort. The project uh, that found this dude at the bottom of the bay was a collaboration between the diving company and a World uh, Wildlife Fund, mostly involving scanning the seabed for thin filament sea nets, uh, also known as ghost nets. They have troubling short-term side effects like in uh ensnaring marine life long-term co uh, consequences decomposing into buggers and microplastics which is polluting water uh waterways the whole world round just like fucking not 15 billion fucking mass just like that anyways uh it's really cool though that's a you know to, to find something like that how neat is that like, yeah you know, that's that's a pretty cool find fucking uh, what 80 years later 80 ish yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the Enigma machine was a clever bit of engineering invented at the end of the First World War and, among others, was repurposed by the Nazis for wartime use. When the Nazis needed to send confidential messages, they entered the dispatches into the machine, which substituted every letter using a system of three or four rotors and a reflector, encrypting the message for a recipient's uh, Enigma machine to decode. Uh, it vexed Allied forces until Alan Turing's cryptanalysis team developed the bomb code-breaking machine. And uh, bomb, yeah, I mean it's got some it's got some pretty cool fucking pictures. Um, nothing, nothing. Well, I missed it. What? <laughs> that machine was the bomb. Get the <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> God, tough crowd. It's like that Bill Burr set on SNL. I still have to go back and see that one. It's so good. They didn't deserve him. <laughs> they did not. I couldn't believe he went there. He was mighty generous to them, too. He, he really was. He was like yeah. unapologetically himself, but right. still reserved somehow. Like, I'm going to give you this, and then I'm going to tell you this. You know? And that's mm -hmm. it. And I like Bill Burr. He's really good. Yeah. Oh, he's up there with Chappelle, man. He's 
definitely yeah. on Mount Rushmore as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that infamous uh, one in, what was it, the Philadelphia incident? Yeah, yeah, he did not leave. <laughs> what happened? I don't, I don't know if I'm familiar oh, with yeah, this. Heard of this. Uh, so Bill Burr, like, I don't know, about a decade ago or so, was getting, uh, he was in Philadelphia, and you know how mean as hell a Philly crowd could be, or any Northeast crowd for that matter. And he starts getting booed and he just pretty much abandons his set and for like 10 15 minutes straight just talks non-stop shit about the city of philadelphia <laughs> saying everything like i hope you all die on a car wreck on the way home and then he's like counting down the minutes too like nine minutes eight minutes six minutes you got a fake ass statue of rocky you got this real box up here, you stupid fucks. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. It's great. It is hardcore brutal and just awesome. awesome. And they actually start cheering for him and respecting him like throughout the whole thing. And he won him over with it. It was amazing. It's like, you, I've never seen anyone turn a boo crowd like that ever. Like, it's legendary as far as I'm concerned. Because they're all like, you know what? He's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't deserve this guy. We're sorry. Philadelphia <laughs> for nothing. Uh, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta admit, I never thought that there would be a world where Bill Burr had probably one of the best character arcs in fucking Star Wars land. Yeah, I know that's crazy too, isn't it? <laughs> His career is fascinating, especially. He's, he's definitely one of those comics that like got popular a lot later than everyone else from his generation. Cause he's from like the same, like right after Seinfeld, Sarah Silverman and all those people, but he didn't, he didn't really pop until like 10 years after all of them. <laughs> got to get yourself a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he've got F is for family now on Netflix. Like I think he was just waiting for Netflix and that's, and all the streaming uh, services to come and that's where he kills it. <laughs> now did uh Schultz end up moving uh, directly over to netflix or does he still have the no, youtube I, channel going i'm not sure exactly how that netflix deals work working out i'm assuming he just created exclusive content for them instead of putting it on his youtube channel if anything i'm sure he has the right to like put it on his youtube channel after a certain amount of time as well but mm -hmm. um because like they really did nothing for him he was just giving them something you know what i'm saying he already has an audience so i'm not sure because that's a unique deal because he's one of the few artists that you know goes up up there that already doesn't need their help you know what i mean because he's good already <laughs> gotcha yeah um well uh, i got another weird story here for us uh unfortunately i'm not going to subscribe to this page so we're just gonna have to <laughs> make up our own story about three paragraphs in. <laughs> but, All right, but from, going? what are you talking about what's up uh, from NewScientist.com, we may have spotted a parallel universe going backwards in time, <laughs> where Joe Biden slowly transitions into a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes us to one of our favorite places in the Antarctic. Things happen at a glacial pace. Just ask Peter Gorham. For a month at a time, he and his colleagues would catch a giant balloon carrying a collection of COVID, I mean, antennas that float high above the ice, scanning over a million square kilometers of the frozen landscape for evidence of high-energy particles arriving from space. Nice. When the experiment returned to the ground after its first flight, it had nothing to show for itself, bar the odd flash of background noise. It was the same story after their second flight more than a year later. 
When the uh, while the balloon was in the sky for the third time, the researchers decided to go over the past data again, particularly those signals dismiss dismissed as noise. It was luckily lucky. Ugh, it was lucky. <laughs> God damn it! It was lucky they did. <laughs> Gotta go slow. Gotta take it easy. Examined more examine more carefully. One signal seemed to be the signature of a high energy particle, but it wasn't what they were looking for. Moreover, it seemed impossible. Rather than bearing down from above, this particle was exploding out of the ground. That strange finding was made in 2016. Since then, all sorts of suggestions rooted in known physics have been put forward to account for the perplexing signal, and all have been ruled out. What's left is uh, what's left is shocking in its implications. Explaining this signal requires the existence of a topsy-turvy universe created in the same Big Bang as our own and existing in parallel with it. In this mirror world, positive is negative, left is right, and time runs backwards. That's um. That's a. Uh, this is the uh, Democrat Socialist uh, Conference of America. <laughs> Right, Democratic Socialist <laughs> Conference, where left is right, <laughs> positive is negative, time runs backwards. <laughs> yes, you means be... no. It's the uh, it's the upside but down. No also means yes. <laughs> it's the upside down from Stranger Things. I wish we had some synth music to play right now. I think that would probably be the 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 first. Where, rape, where raping children is cool. That would be in, in this woman is bad in this universe we're going to take the last step in the wrong direction <laughs> also 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 i think as far as the uh your your comment uh would be concerned i think in the backwards backwards bizarre world it would be not okay for hollywood to rape children as you just stated i i think that would be <laughs> i think right. that's fair you know <laughs> That's pretty fucking bizarre. <laughs> um, I, I I'm sorry to I might take this off a topic here, but I'm I'm reading this article with you. I'm following you know on our following with you on our uh, <clears throat> Discord channel and, and watching this. And I'm on this page and um and it's on the right side in the column, you know, trending. And I don't know if it says it on yours. It says, should you avoid alcohol? when getting a coronavirus vaccine. And and you know what? Why would you even give a fuck about <laughs> you're putting a coronavirus vaccine in your body? You know, I'm sure a 12-pack of Miller Lite's not really going to hurt that bad. <laughs> it might even make it feel a little better. It'll take the extreme pain away that some people get. No, it was just super painful. That's what Bill Gates said. It's just super painful. Do you see that on yours? I'm just curious. You know, if that's on, you know, they're trending. Oh, yeah. It. Number two, right there. Okay. Uh, cool. Everything yeah. we know about the universe and a few things we science. don't. Um, you know, fairy anyway. penguins. Huh. Anyway, I'm sorry to bring that off. I just kind of, you know, I get randomly, I, you know, I have some good scotch, a couple of beers. Uh oh. Next thing you know, I'm. Looking at everything. The scientist said drinking 300 grams of vodka, about 12 UK measures, which contain a total of about 120 grams of alcohol, suppresses antibody production. But one glass of champagne would be okay, he said. You can have you can have one glass of champagne, but no more. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Now, I thought that this vaccine wasn't giving you antibodies. Listen, nobody fucking knows, okay? <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> We're just kind of making it up as we go, all right? No one, no one knows what's in Tylenol. <laughs> there was, I, I forget, uh, this is something that they talked about on the No Agenda uh, this past Sunday. Uh, I forget how many people in uh, healthcare providers frontline workers the heroes are not wanting to take the vaccine in in california so who knows my parents are on the list man they're elderly they're gonna get it they're gonna get it uh sooner than later so well let me uh i hope you know well if you get the bad side effects i haven't i haven't figured out where this comes from but it's a funny post regardless uh page 132 and be sure to tell your parents this mike they're gonna want to know this page 132 of the pfizer vaccine basically says no unprotected sex up to 28 days after second dose due to reproductive safety risks risk this is for males and females page 132 yeah Uh, i hope parents who are like in their 80s don't get pregnant with a weird <laughs> I'd probably have to take care of it. <laughs> this is the Pfizer vaccine. Yes, that's the one that I got. Write this down because I will forget it. So anyway, thank you, and I'm sorry to interrupt your train of thought. Oh, that's no worries. I can. Uh, I'll take a picture of it and uh, save it in our Talk Discord. About Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about what? The the fi- what you were saying is that just it? Page one thirty two talks about don't say it's that just again. A, it's just a picture but i'll read it again page 132 oh. of the pfizer vaccine basically says no unprotected sex up to 28 days after second dose due to reproductive safety risk this is for mm-hmm. males and females birth det- uh derf 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 protects <laughs> due to genetic manipulation <laughs> derf protects <laughs> this, what, what does that mean page 132 of the pfizer vaccine what is it do you go type in Pfizer vaccine? I can tell you. I can tell you what to type in. It says P F E dash P F I Z E R C O M dash D eight dash P R O D dot S three dot Amazon AWS dot com. I've been kind of busy getting some like clips and stuff and web pages open, so I'd seen it. I don't know, maybe half an hour uh, before. But before. what is it? Is it just like the list of the, you know their kind of? Uh, it's their uh, con- it's their consent waiver that you got to sign. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they, if they're not if they're <laughs> not eligible to get in trouble for anything that happens, they don't need a consent waiver. Yeah, dude, we're just reading shit off the internet, man. <laughs> but it's like, hey, 132 Pfizer vaccine. What does that even mean? What do you you know? What document is this? I mean, I know P-O-3-X-1-2-5-X at Amazon.com. Oh, yeah, that one. I love their I love their catalog. God, you're going to make me actually... Pfizer, Pfizer posts their shit on the Amazon website. Man, I guess we're going to need like a fact-checking jingle. Be like, okay, we're going to do it on the fly because now we got to know. <laughs> Instead of just assuming whatever the fuck we want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make it in the way of good good shit man. good so, content yeah. yeah that's right 
Oh, like speaking CNN, for example. <laughs> speaking of good content, we should have done this. Oh, I got uh, no such bucket. This XML file does not appear to have any style information associated with it. Hmm. Oh, you just typed in all that stuff? I did. I did. I want to make sure I didn't fuck anything up. Uh, I don't see anything there. I hope I didn't just like hack my computer accidentally. Freaking Thank you. Oh, shit. Great all balls of fire. <laughs> well, that was a waste of time and it got us nowhere. Uh, we should have done this here at the beginning, but we do have our very first donation of a grand total of one dollar. <laughs> we thank you, Lightbright, for that. And uh, I believe the message associated with it was three big middle fingers. So there's our let's, first. Uh, <laughs> let's put it into Bitcoin, man. Yo, that's not a bad idea. That yeah. is not a bad idea at all. We just take all Do the. It. Even though right now the the convenience charge will toss, cost more than the purchase, but it doesn't matter. It'll make it small. Well, I've been talking to the uh, Sir Spencer from the Bowl After Bowl podcast, and um, I think I'm going to try out that new uh, podcasting 2.0 Sphinx chat integration, which is Bitcoin and uh, uh, Satoshis that you can pay per minute that you listen. Uh, I, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. Um I would be glad to jump in with anybody, you know, including this show. Let's fucking do it. $33,000 of Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, as a thank you, I think we should play our value for value jingle. Do a commercial. You're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore. And uh, end of story. That was brought to you by BehindTheSchemes.com. <laughs> BehindTheSchemes.com. <laughs> Actually, I think that was uh, brought to you by Bill Hicks. <laughs> Which you can find on this show at BehindTheSchemes, S-C-H-3-M-3-S. <laughs> oh, that's some good shit. Uh, did did y'all hear what Ted Wheeler finally came out and said about Portland? Are we are we hip to this one? He's such a pussy. What? He's such a pussy. I, sorry, one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> Portland, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> Let's hear what he's got to say. My good faith efforts at de-escalation have been met <laughs> with ongoing violence and even scorn from radical Antifa and anarchists even when i was there protesting with them <laughs> really you know we, no one noticed for like 200 straight days <laughs> at the red house i wonder if that's still up i haven't heard anything about it uh anyways in response it will be necessary to use additional tools and to push the limits of the tools we already have to bring the criminal destruction and violence to an end. May I? Yes. By all I means. just jump in here. You know, these tools available. 
uh, some of the tools you have available that you aren't using is a police force that can be used to arrest the people that are burning and ter terrorizing everybody. And then you can also use your jails to hold them, but you need to use your um, district attorneys to prosecute them and your court system to lock them in jail for a very long time. It wouldn't take many people to get locked up for a fucking while, you know, and that shit would stop. And then people could get back to normal. You just make a few examples. You I, know? I went with a different mm -hmm. direction. I, oh, went, I went yeah. with, why don't you use the skinny little things you'd call legs as tools and walk yourself right on out of here, bud? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I need my security detail. <laughs> They're the ones with the guns. They, they, they got the bang bang sticks. God. Lawlessness and anarchy come at great expense. Anarchy! Really? What kind of garbage is that? Oops, my anarchy symbol. I love that one so apparently that comes from like an hour and a half long broadcast there's a movie of this dude i will go and watch it for us <laughs> yeah i saw the clip it looks like punk rocker. doesn't sound like it though oops my anarchy hey man punk doesn't care what the fuck you sound like it's all That's about right. what you've got to say and i say <laughs> ted wheeler sucks he said oops, and with my great rip <laughs> oops, my anarchy symbol <laughs> to the future of our community it's time to push back harder against those who are set on destroying our community and to take more risks in fighting lawlessness in closing once again i condemn anyone who engages in violence or criminal destruction no matter what their ideology do the voice what? adrian yeah, so citizens of Portland, I totally and thoroughly decry and condemn all your shenanigans. We don't want them no more. I'm looking at here, and his Twitter handle says, Official account for the 53rd mayor of the city of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I, I do. I got some more articles pulled up about this. Pronouns he, him, and his. First, I think he's going to have to get rid of those. Second, I think it might be more appropriate if he changes it from official account of the 53rd mayor to official account for the last mayor of Portland. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh well bizarre bizarre <laughs> i got a joke about that but i, I want to save it till the end uh where in the fuck was that what, so what's going on with um pelosi wanted to ban gendered pronouns is that correct okay they did and like even a guy did you see the the idiot doing the prayer and he said like um i'm in and a woman <laughs> what the fuck do you not even know what amen means you know it's like uh, what <laughs> i know We've, it's i know these it's are our leaders these are our elected leaders that we you know elect to represent us this is horrible this is insane. 
So from Yahoo, Yahoo News. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> we're done as a country. It's over. <laughs> Uh, straight from Yahoo News, Republicans have condemned a Democrat plan to eliminate gender-specific pronouns such as he and she from the rules of the U.S. House of Representatives. Pelosi, Democrat Speaker of the House, announced the proposal as a bold and future-focused move and said it would make the lower chamber of Congress the most inclusive in history for transgender and non-binary people. The move would do away with any gender specific specific references such as quote man quote woman quote husband or quote wife in the 45 page text of the rules that will govern the house during the uh, 117th congress Speech laws are fucked <laughs> I'm telling you man that's it's just you can't do it in a western civilization and expect to have a civil society yeah i'm totally going to control the way that your vocal cords slap together uh it's just it's slapping in ways that we just we can't really have here uh this is what's so dangerous of what's happening right now in this time where we have you know a absolutely rigged election followed with you know another rigged election that's going to happen tomorrow and um and you have these freaking communists that are coming into power they're gonna first thing they're gonna do is pass hate laws uh which are speech laws and, and they're gonna use that in order to shut down other platforms other than facebook and twitter and youtube so that we can't share this shit that we're talking right now you know and and, and share our ideas that are that's like you know hey maybe you know free market and individual liberty is a better thing than a totalitarian communist regime ruling everything you know um you know i don't know i think that's what's happening i my prediction prognostication of this right off the bat this year first episode of 2021 they're going to try to pass hate speech laws first off in the first right. first hundred they, days yeah first hundred days man and you know because that's the whole thing it's always been like oh you know well facebook is is their own company if you don't like it don't go there start your own company and it's like finally some people with money started parlor and now they're like we can't have parlor out there spewing all this hate speech and vile stuff so they're <laughs> going to pass hate speech laws that protect that are written by Twitter and Facebook, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Protect themselves. It's just like the rich raising the taxes on the rich. It's the same fucking thing. Uh, let, me, uh, let me continue on with this article a little bit. Democrats said the aim was to, quote, ensure that we are inclusive of all members and their families, including those who are non-binary. References to, quote, father and, quote, mother would be replaced by, quote, comrade, while, quote, comrade and, quote, comrade would be replaced Nothing by. Nothing unusual about that <laughs> word. <laughs> uh, mentions of brother and sister would become comrade. Aunts and uncles would be changed to parents, comrades. It's <laughs> not really in there. You're joking, right? Uh, I, I never joke. I am a consummate professional, good comrade. 
No, it says uh, references the father and mother would be replaced by parent while son and daughter would become child. Mentions of brother and sister would become sibling. Aunts and uncles would be changed to parent siblings. I mean, this shit is dumb as fuck. <laughs> Uh, other changes would include altering submit his or her, her resignation to resigns. Chairman become chair. I I did slip on that one. I didn't mean to. Totally unintentional on that one. Uh, and seaman being changed to seafarer. <laughs> what do you think? Think I'm joking on that one? <laughs> Because I'm not. <laughs> uh, proposal was put forward by a Democrat-led uh, rules committee, which is sometimes known as the, quote, traffic cop of the House, and backed by Mrs. Pelosi. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't really like too much of that uh, digging down on speech, uh, which is why I've got a little uh, comrade comrade article to go alongside this one i almost said sister article but i don't think that would be appropriate on the house floor this comes from lake superior state university do y'all want to hear the 2021 banished words list go for it <laughs> number one covid19 including covid coronavirus and rona but nothing about the vid number two social distancing Number three, we are all in this together. Number four, in an abundance of caution. Various phrasings. Number five, in these uncertain times. Various phrasings. Number six, pivot. Number seven, unprecedented. unprecedented. Number eight, Karen. Number nine, sus. <laughs> and number ten, I know, right? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure you really like, uh, you know, expel that 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 big B, you know, and get that happy birthday thing going. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lake Superior State University, which I feel like Superior might be kind of a problematic word coming up here pretty soon. Um, do y'all want to hear the reasons why? I mean, I'd never heard of this article or list before, but it goes back uh, quite a few years, which is kind of fun. Maybe we can make it a recurring segment. Give it to me. What you got? Uh, COVID-19, a large number of nominators are cl clearly resentful of the virus and it has, and how it has overtaken our vocabulary. No matter how necessary or socially and medically useful these words are, the committee cannot help but wish we could banish them along with the virus itself. Coincidentally, this list arrives as does a vaccine. The committee hopes this proves a type of double whammy. Social distancing, this phrase is useful as wearing a mask and keeping your distance have a massive effect on preventing the spread of infection, but we'd be lying if we said that we weren't ready for the phrase to become, quote, useless. With north of 50 nominations, many others clearly feel the same, and the tone of their reasoning ranged from impatient to heartfelt. <laughs> we are all in this together. This phrase was likely intended as a way of uh, to keep everyone feeling safe and calm at the start of the pandemic. However, as the virus made its way across the globe and nation, it became clear that we are all dealing with COVID-19 in different ways. And we confront 
some vastly different challenges in coping with it. As with many words that show up on this list, its usefulness is faded. <laughs> we are no longer all in this together. <laughs> in abundance of caution. Yes, humanity needs to follow safeguards during COVID-19. The statistics are sobering. More than 342,000 deaths and more than 19 million confirmed cases in the United States and more than 1.8 million deaths and more than 82 million confirmed cases worldwide. But the phrasing about how to take preventative steps is vague. What is the standard measurement for caution? Metric or U.S. standard? Ugh. This... this some of this shit, like, it just brings me down. Like, it just, it's like a little pickaxe. It's just like, tink, tink. Um, pivot. No, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped one. In these uncertain times. The committee agrees that COVID-19 has upended everyday life and wishes this weren't so, but putting things into imprecise context doesn't help matters. The blur dilutes reality into some sounds like the beginning of a movie trailer. Keep as wide as a berth of trite parlance as those who don't wear masks in public. What exactly does it mean for times to be uncertain? Look at a clock, you dumb fucks. <laughs> uh, pivot. Reporters, commentators, talking heads, and others from the media reference how everyone must adapt to the coronavirus through contactless delivery, virtual learning, curbside pickup, video conferencing, remote working, and other urgent readjustments. That's all true and vital, but basketball players pivot. Let's keep it that way. Unprecedented. It's unheard of a. Uh, it's unheard of that a word that would be repeated on a banished words list. Actually, it's not. In the early years, words wound up repeated, although we tried to avoid repetition nowadays. Despite the fact that unprecedented was banished in 2002, given that it was nominated many times this year for misuse and describing events that do not have precedence, inclusion seemed, uh, again, seemed warranted. Um... Karen, what began began as an anti-racist critique of the behavior of white men, women in response to black and brown people has become a misogynistic umbrella term for critiquing the perceived over-emotional behavior of women. As one no nominator said about the reasons for his banishment, I wonder, I would tell you why, but I'd sound like a Karen. Another critic observed, offensive to normal people named Karen. Sus. It's the shortened version for Suspicious in the video game Among Us. No committee members play, but our children who do explain that this multiplayer online social game is designed around identifying sus imposters so they can be thrown into the lava. Complainers ask, A, how much effort does it take to say the entire word? And B, request that if that can't happen, confine the syllable to the gaming world. And finally, I know, right? An amusing phrase of flooding social media, I know, right, is a relatively new construction to convey empathy with those who have expressed agreement. But as one wordsmith put it, if you know, why do you need to ask if it's correct or seek further approval? Another grammarian suggested that the desire for confirmation uh, uh, implies insecurity. In other words, it's reiterating something already seconded. Huh, man. That's kind of a lame ass list. What was yeah. uh what was Carlin's seven words? Do y'all know off the top of your head? Shit, motherfucker, bitch, cunt. Piss. 
Yeah, I got four of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a fun game. I, I kind of wish we had the a chat room going for this. Yeah, what are the seven words? Makes for good trivia, at least. Yeah. Not prepared. I can look it up. I got it. It was piss, fuck, uh, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Yeah, that sounds like right. Oh, that was tits. What did I miss here? Piss. What? Do did I say shit? No. I don't think you said shit. Oh, I should have said shit. Shit. Fucked it all up. I know. Cock sucker, motherfucker. <laughs> Tits. All cunt. <laughs> what a cunt. Oh man. I don't really give a fuck about this. Uh do you guys get any interest? Apparently, copyright laws breaking your game console. It's time to fix that. I'm guessing um if you don't take your console to the proper authorities to get fixed, you know, you try and take it to some mm-hmm mom and pop shop that'll brick the fucking console it's, it doesn't really sound like anything super new oh uh, yeah well, yeah yeah so they can't yeah. make apple's been in their little spot device for you some bullshit man sick of that shit let us in let us fix our own stuff and like i tried to replace some fucking ram on an old imac that we had here and the whole fucking monitor is glued to the goddamn chassis of the body you gotta get like a pry bar to pull the motherfucker apart what? Why? Why? It's dumb. Give me your money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Man. Uh, <laughs> this one was pretty good. I'd seen this one floating around a couple of uh, musician pages. Conspiracy theorist image of 5G COVID implant chip turns out to be a guitar pedal schematic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's now that's what I want to do. Oh. I want to be that guy. I just you know what? That guy's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I want to be that guy. I want to like, you know, not 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 professionally. I want to keep my life going on, but it's a, it's a you know, a second, you know, some people cre- create what Sims lives and stuff. That's what I want to do. I want to be this conspiracy theorist guy that does shit just like that. That's awesome. You take a fucking guitar pedal shit and, and make some random crap and make people believe it. <laughs> that guy's awesome. It's for a metal zone NT dash two pedal, but boss. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> yes. This yeah. 5G chip is metal as fuck, bruh. Dude, that shit's awesome. <laughs> I mean, and that's why you we can't censor the internet. We can't block conspiracy theories because you miss that shit. Oh yeah. You know, can't, you know what I mean? We can't, can't do shit like this from that, jail. That's fucking art. <laughs> art, man. It is. Isn't it? Think about the genius behind that. Here's uh, here's some quotes about it. Another user lauded the analog design of the alleged COVID-19 5G tw- uh, chip tweeting. Excellent. Reassured to know that 5G relies on op amps and some LN4148 uh, diodes. Proper old school. None of that digital and microprocessor nonsense. I'll take one in each arm. <laughs> 
Look at me. I am the cyborg now. <laughs> you got two <laughs> guitar pedals in your biceps. <laughs> uh, shit's pretty good. Uh, I can't remember if I popped it into the Discord or not, but I'll uh, I'll get it over there. Some good what? shit. Like Iron Man. <laughs> like the Terry Crews. He's yeah. got all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch my belly button do i am iron man <laughs> uh speaking of robots did you guys watch the boston dynamics uh fucking skynet overlord takeover bullshit video uh i think i've seen like a clip of it uh where the robot goes rogue and starts attacking people and such <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen a I've definitely caught a clip of it somewhere it's probably on reddit they got a new one where they got a couple of those uh, comrade styled standing robots and then mm-hmm. they got one in the it, it looks it kind of looks like the ones from Black Mirror but it's a little skinnier in the body I was, I was gonna say I was surprised how similar the Black Mirror ones were to the uh, Boston Dynamics I, I'm guessing that's that, that was intentional because i i'm uh black mirror is about as predictive programming as you get i mean it is in your fucking face with it some mm. of that shit it i was like man I, I know that this is the effect that they're going for and fuck well it worked yeah they did a really good job I, I, of scaring it it's too real <laughs> yeah <laughs> just think about the bees man they pull our fucking uh you know not our ability but the planet's ability to keep bees around my favorite one's the uh, John Ham Christmas one, oh, the White yeah. Noise episode where you get canceled. <laughs> yeah, like literally from society, and no one can see or talk to you. You're just a fucking white white noise screen. <laughs> oh yeah, totally grayed out. It's yeah. in like you know the fact that it censors their your the you know people's fucking vision of you. You know, you know it's just right. They can't see. They can't interact or talk. Nothing. You're just. You're cut off. You're gone. Mm-hmm. You got the old school Alex Jones treatment. <laughs> Everyone knows you did something, but they don't know what. And then it gave you get the old uh, GOP Senate committee treatment. Didn't the dude from Gateway Pundit get kicked off as well? He did just today, I think, or yesterday or something. Um, uh, Hoft. Joe Hoff, is that his name? See, I Yo think they're pretty, pretty high on the thing. Uh, I didn't read the article, but I saw it because I was like, well, it's just about, here it is. Twitter suspends the Gateway Pundit's Joe Hoff after sharing factual report on Hunter Biden's serial sex and crack escapades. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There you go. Another one bites the dust. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, are you surprised? I'm not. <laughs> Somebody shut him up. Fuck Twitter. You know, fuck Twitter at all. Why Why get any news from them at all? Why even go there? If they're doing that, you know. Now, YouTube, I kind of get in a, in a way. They have a lot of programming that's still available that's not political, so to speak. And I guess maybe Twitter does too, but still. Um you know where like so for example you can go to youtube and watch 
I, if it's me, it's bass fishing videos and whatever. You know, and or if it's, if it's it, not you, you can go watch Elsa Gate. Yeah, a million uh, different uh, cooking videos and stuff like that. You go to Bit Shoot or Odyssey or something like that. They're not developed in that way, you know, quite yet. Uh, but it's there for political. That anyway, they they want to have. I mean, I totally get you for sports and educational purposes. Yeah. Um, but Twitter, I've never, I've never been on Twitter. Actually, I've, it's, it's never done it for me. No, everyone I've ever talked to, ever had a following, say don't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I've got one, but I barely even use it to lurk. I just, yeah. you know, another, an- whoa, another social sesame platform that I couldn't give a shit about. That's why I said I was going to do the social media for us because even if. Uh, Whenever we do get a following and people want to talk shit, well, I'm very good at ignoring that, and, I'm, and I won't take it personal. <laughs> I do like the No Agenda Social, though. I, I yeah. knew you were on there. Fun. Hit me up at, at Malachi. On yes. no Agenda. Yeah. And, at uh, Malachi. And that's M-A-L-A-C-H-I. Oh, we should pull that from fucking Children of the Corn. <laughs> <sighs> I haven't watched that in years. It's so good. Yeah, but uh, wasn't Superman yeah. in one of them? Hey, it was Christopher Reeves. Anyways, moving on. It's been a long time. I haven't watched that movie in God. I don't. Yeah, probably since I was the age of the children coming out of the court. Right. He was still walking in that movie. <laughs> uh. Well, speaking of uh. Uh, Twitter and the twits and all that shit. Um, let's let's muck around in the mud a little bit with Lynn Wood and figure out what the fuck is going on. God, he's been amazing. Might I suggest a quick cigarette break for us all? Uh, yes, I. We can do that. We'll come back and uh, we'll hit some Lynn Wood, and I'll find a little bit of something, something to play with us. Yeah, I, I mean, we're coming up <laughs> on about an hour, anyways. Come play with us, Malachi. <laughs> Join us. We were talking about Lynn Wood, right? We are talking about Lynn Wood, and we're back. Uh, so Lynn Wood's kind of been uh, <laughs> on a tweeter spree, and let's uh, we'll, we'll go through we'll go through a couple of them. I am fully aware of the onslaught of attacks being made against me based on my revelations about Chief Justice John Roberts. Before attacking me, maybe fair-minded people would ask first would first ask roberts to tell the truth or ask jeffrey epstein he is alive (laughs) like what (laughs) damn i mean like we all know jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself but god damn son he's alive Ah. i'm getting you know you get your hopes up for shit and that's why i think he's like the avenatti of of uh, the Trump side, uh, does you that know, do, do you mean like uh, I guess is the reference? To- I, I almost feel like this is just a cry for attention, and he he's just you know knows if he says this, he's gonna get out in Correct. the front. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, if you've got the proof, <laughs> they're not gonna never- admit it. Which they never lead with, anyways, when they make those claims. <laughs> Put it out there. 
uh, a bit more on Chief Justice John Roberts. I have publicly accused him and Justice Breyer of being profane anti-Trumpers. I have linked Roberts to illegal adoption, Jeffrey Epstein, pedophilia, and prior knowledge of uh, Scalia's death. Did Roberts skip class on defamation? Maybe not, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) He's going so hard, so hard on this. My information from reliable sources is that John uh, is that Roberts, oh my God, arranged an illegal adoption of two young children from Wales through Jeffrey Epstein. I think we can all agree that Epstein knows pedophilia. If only Jeffrey Epstein was still alive, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> he is like the biggest lawyer in the country right now, arguably. You know, probably in the top five everybody's heard of. You know, they don't know lawyers, and he's dropping some. I'm calling Justice Roberts a fucking kid murderer. God. Listen, listen, everybody. If you really tune your ears in, you can hear Lynn Wood off in the distance. I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of more questions for Chief Justice John Roberts. You are recorded discussing Justice Scalia's successor before date of his sudden death. How did you know Scalia was going to die? Number two, are you a member of any club or cabal requiring minor children as initiation fee? (laughs) I'd be like, no. Jesus Christ, I like this one a lot. Get Chief Justice John Roberts under oath now. First question after handing him exhibit below. Explain this. And it's a picture of uh, John Roberts with his uh, eye blackened. Which, if you're, you know, into that sort of shit, a black eye kind of denotes that you've achieved this sort of initiation or... You've went through the rituals and now you're part of the in club because you can find, uh, you know, granted, if if it's all not just a Photoshop job, you can find plenty of celebrities with just random black eyes like out of nowhere. It's very strange. I've had a black eye before. Yeah, but you actually do work and stuff. (laughs) You're... (laughs) <laughs> now I got punched in the face, man, at a um, Gogo Berdella show <clears throat> for throwing a beer in the pit at somebody. Oh, <laughs> hey, man, it was all it was it was classic. It was good. Um. Oh, okay. So he, I guess he's uh he goes in a little harder on the black guy. Fifth question: Identify all witnesses to your fall at Chevy Chase Country Club. Which I, I guess that's where what Robert said is he fell somewhere. Um, that's is, what Harry Harry Reid said too. I think right. Fuck, fuck, fuck! It all happened at Bohemian Grove, man. We just we just fall in the woods, like whatever. It's dark outside. <laughs> when all I remember, I was like, "Hey, Hillary, how's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad to be alive. It is time to shine red hot light of truth on Chief Justice John Roberts, Justice Stephen Breyer, Joe Biden, Obama, Clintons, Bill Gates, VP Mike Pence, Mark Meadows, Pat, uh, oh my God, C-I-P-P-O-L-O-N-I, Bush 41 and 43, George Soros, Cocaine Mitch, etc. 
man, where is Jeffrey Epstein when you need him? (laughs) This goes back to the envelopes at the H.W. Bush funeral. Yeah, Monty, have you ever seen this video? I have not. Can we share it? Uh, I can share it. I'm not sure. Let's share it after, um, just because there's not really much in the audio way. But essentially what happens is it's at uh, George Sr. Satan himself's funeral. Satan! 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 (laughs) (laughs) And uh, who is it? It's uh, the Clintons, the Obamas, the Bushes, the Bidens, and the Pences. Jimmy Uh Carter was there too. Jimmy Jimmy Carter was there, but he didn't give an envelope because... Maybe Jimmy Carter is one of the good guys. I, 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 you know, I, I have to hope. They have him enslaved. He's still doing manual labor at ninety-five <laughs> years old. Uh, you're gonna be doing, you're gonna work till you die, metal man, for fucking it up. Back to the peanuts. <laughs> so, in the programs for the uh, Satan's funeral or Satan's return to hell, you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, these families find these notes inside of the programs. And I forget who all, I think Biden reads them, Obama and Clinton and and in the bushes. I think Pence just, they kind of tucked it back away. So one, one, a little more clearly. So one of the first (laughs) ones with Hillary Clinton opens hers up and it's, it's like upside down. It falls out. She's like, Oh, what's this? And so it's a program, like a folder, you know, and each of them they're holding their folders and all that stuff, you know, the funeral program, whatever you want to call it. Hillary opens hers up and an envelope falls in her lap and her, like the gangster mass murderer. She is, she opens it up, looks at it, closes it back, has this weird, like ugh, almost like gas pain look on her face. <laughs> you know, other people look at it, and uh, the, the one I thought was striking was uh, Mike Pence's wife had a, had one in hers, and she's like, oh, you know, real quickly, oh, shit, <laughs> there's a fucking envelope in there, but then the classic one, it moves over, you know, to, to uh, it moves over to George W. Bush, Laura Bush, and next to her is Jeb Bush. And that's when they're carrying the casket out. W. Bush looks at it, and it looks like he diarrheaed his pants a little bit. <laughs> Hands over to Laura, Laura Bush. She looks at it, and you see a, her face get pale, even though she is one of the more pale people on the planet. She got pale and disgusted. And then holds it up to Jeb that's sitting next to him, standing next to him. And he's smiling and laughing. And then maybe not laughing, but he is smiling in good spirits and looks down at whatever that is and immediately goes from to holy fuck. You know what I mean? And they're all three. And this is while their father's casket is being carried right by them. I, uh, this just in, I can confirm what all of those families were thinking at that very time. Would you guys like to hear what it was? 
Yes. They all simultaneously thought, shit, piss, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. (laughs) 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 Will we ever know what's on those letters? Maybe Lynn Wood could tell us. That, come on, Lynn. Like, yeah, come on, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I mean, that was just that was the InfoWars article. Uh, I have shared with several individuals the truth. I will be speaking to you. Killing me will not prevent the truth from being revealed. It will only trigger its release by many others. I ask at real Donald Trump to immediately appoint an honest special prosecutor to pursue justice. That's from today. Uh, I believe Chief Chief Justice Roberts and a multitude of powerful individuals worldwide are being blackmailed into a horrendous scheme involving rape and murder of children captured on videotape. I have the key to the files containing the videos. I have also shared this information. I wonder. Put them on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, if you can put if you can put naked YouTube, uh, naked yoga on YouTube, I don't see why we can't put the contents from Anthony Weiner's laptop on there as well. <laughs> that maybe maybe he's seen it, you know, that laptop just kind of fucking disappeared along with Biden's. Yep, you know, sitting in some fucking FBI vault. I bet it's got some Seth Rich information on it. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I mean. He's been on a fucking spree. This blackmail scheme is conducted by members of 10 of the world's most well, uh, world's most well-known and elite intelligence agencies. <gasps> oh, be still my beating heart. One of those groups was hacked by a group known as lizard squad. The black. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. I have not seen this. The blackmail files of rape and murder were obtained by this group and copy was provided to Isaac Cappy. Dude, holy shit! I remember seeing fucking Isaac Cappy when he started first releasing stuff. He was going public with it. Fuck. I don't know, man. I mean, ah, who am I fucking kidding? I hope all of this shit comes alive. <laughs> Fuck it, just rip the bandaid right off. <laughs> Give me the Mad Max ending. Let's just let's just expedite expedite this shit i guess (laughs) yeah it's it's the same thing oh yeah now we're not going to look into any of this because it's so outrageous it's not true it's like voter fraud we're not going to look into any of this because it's so outrageous it's not true you know but it's like but these are our votes and they are machines it's american citizens let's just look at them no there's no standing Wait, what about the videos of the people running all the ballots through over and over again? No, no. <laughs> maybe um, it'll, maybe it'll count this time. I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, what happened with that Georgia? I never uh, doubled back to to watch it. What happened with the Georgia um, hearing that they did? Did they end up packing one there on the floor? Yeah. Well, he um, what was his name? <clears throat> um, I can't remember. Hold on, I can't. Jovan something I think is uh, I'm way off now anyway he accessed one while he was there and uh uh oh this just uh this just in Proud Boys leader Enrique Tario arrested leaving DC area airport on way to stop the steal uh 
rallies charged with burning Black Lives Matter banner and then possessing two gun magazines. Wait, he, was, he was leaving the airport? Yeah, on the way to Stop the Steel rallies. Yeah. That's... Wait, so... He went into D.C. and they arrested him leaving the airport for burning a Black Lives Matter banner. So you can burn the American flag which I stand for now, but you can't burn a Black Lives Matter banner. I'm. I guess I'm. Didn't that banner? Okay. I. I guess this is where I'm a little confused because I don't remember him being specifically at the church where they pulled the banner, unless they found another one. Um. But that happened. No, he's the leader of the organization. They'll try to get him for racketeering or something. Hmm. Interesting. Know? Yeah. Hold on. Here we go. I got something. Let me click on that. Okay, um, this is posted from uh, Wartime Tario. I guess that's him on Parlor. Um, the FBI, excuse me, been eating cheese while we're talking. Probably not the best idea. <laughs> uh, that's hot. And he said the FBI's current a current. It, okay, see, I'm reading this as it is. The FBI is currently the investigating a supposed hate crime. That doesn't make any sense. But perpetrating by the Proud Boys. They're even offering a reward. I'm here to tell you that there was no hate crime committed. The only hate there is in my heart uh, for con there is in my heart is for communism and an authoritarian government. BLM is a Marxist movement. It isn't about the color of someone's skin. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. See if there's any more. No. Looks like that. Looks like there's more. Oh, here it is. Um, so let me make this simple. I did it. Come on, get me. Yeah, this is what he wrote. Come on, get me. If you feel like I did was wrong, we'll let the uh, public decide forever. Oh, wait. I am went out of order. I'm sorry. Against the wishes of my attorney, I am here today to admit that I am the person responsible for the burning of the sign. And I'm not ashamed of what I did because I didn't do it out of hate. I did it out of love, love for a country that has given my family so much. The burning of this banner wasn't about race, religion, or political ideology. It was about a racist movement that has terrorized the citizens of this country. I will not stand by and watch them burn another city. And then he says, so let me make this simple. I did it. Come get me if you feel like what I did was wrong. We'll let the public decide forever proud. And uh, that's what, yeah. So he got arrested for that, for burning a Black Lives Matter sign. But you can burn an American flag all day, any day. I guess I would be interested to uh, to know if he ended up taking that for someone. You know, if he caught wind that they were looking for uh, leads to an arrest. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, this looks like a really good case to take to the Supreme Court, even though they'll be like, yeah, let them let them decide now. See who these fucking justices are. What the fuck do they represent? Hate freedom of speech is about de defending the speech that you don't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely all a part of it. I just, you know, it's it's not ever gonna stop. You know, it's just like these fucking lockdowns. You know, <clears throat> once once you do it the one time, you prove that you can get away with it. You know, are, then it becomes are there still lockdowns in Minneapolis or in North Carolina. There's a, uh, we still got shutdowns on, uh, 
a lot of bars and restaurants. Uh, a lot of them are doing it out of their own volition. Um, but yeah. then again, you know, there's already breaking breaking winds of the new coronavirus strain stateside. Um, yeah, we're, we've got some stuff going on. Uh, I anticipate the governor to start to clamp down harder soon. I would, uh, I know Scotland just put in a total lockdown. Um, and I figure we're not too far behind that, especially when you get a Biden in, in when Biden gets in the office and, you know, some states will stand up to it, but a lot yeah, of states. I damn sure know Georgia will. <laughs> yeah. we, we haven't had any lockdowns since March. Yeah, and doing better than other states. You know, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, even though things are open, it's like it's going to take years for a lot of these uh, companies or economies to come back, especially for live live performances and sports. I think that's I think that's part of the whole plan, though, is not to let anyone be in a position where they can make a comeback. I, I think it's going to be very advantageous for this new normal, this great reset to keep people in a position where they're going to have to rely on the government to do these bullshit $600 checks. Yeah. Fuck the bourgeoisie. <laughs> now, no one will be bourgeoisie and you have no chance of being bourgeoisie. <sighs> Except members of the elite class. <laughs> you arrest these fucking heretics. Heretic! You- Pizza with pepperoni and sausage. <laughs> you would deny like, the mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Comrade denies science. <laughs> so funny, but it's like, uh, God, is it really fucking happening? That's uh, the reality for a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, you know what. I, I do have another uh, I, I do have another jingle, a new one. This one comes straight from No Agenda, but it is by far my most favorite. And as soon as someone posted it in the social and I could figure out where it came from, this shit just got to a whole new level. Fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world. And you will all surrender to them. You pigs in human clothing. Subjugation is liberation. <laughs> it's pretty good shit. I like it. Uh, speaking of some lockdowns, um, let's head over to the American Institute for Economic Research. Twelve times the lockdowns were wrong. Hmm. <clears throat> Man, I really do wish I had a fucking shorter Satan clip for this one. Anthony Faustus says lockdowns are not possible in the United States. January 24th. Uh, When asked about the mass quarantine containment effort underway in Wuhan, China, back in January, where I feel like they had a pretty massive New Year's Eve bash in the streets. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that one. Faustus dismissed the uh, prospect of lockdowns ever coming to the United States. That's something that I don't think we could possibly do in the United States. I can't imagine shutting down New York or Los Angeles. (laughs) 
<laughs> Au contraire, good sir. But the judgment well, now it makes so much sense. <laughs> God, this is like, man. Do you ever get like one of those like, like just just like power boners? <laughs> God, dude, I got the power boner from hell. <laughs> but the judgment on the part of the Chinese health authorities is that, given the fact that it's spreading throughout the provinces, it's their judgment that this is something that, in fact, is going to help in containing it. <laughs> Whether or not it does or does not is really open to question because historically, when you shut things down, it doesn't have a major effect. Less than two months later, 43 of 50, United, uh, 50 U.S. states were under lockdown, a policy advocated by Faustus himself. U.S. government, uh, number two, U.S. government and WHO officials advise against mask use February and March. When mask sales spike due to widespread individual individual adoption in the early weeks of the pandemic numerous u.s government and who officials took to the airways to describe masks as ineffective and discourage their use surgeon general jerome adams tweeted against mask on february 29th anthony faustus publicly discouraged mask use no he didn't he did not he was just lying to get people from not tping the fuck out of all their masks okay people god at a, at a March 30th World Health Organization briefing, its director general supported mask use in medical settings, but dissuaded the same in the general public. By midsummer, all had reversed course and encouraged mask wearing in the general public as an essential tool for halting the pandemic. Faustus essentially conceded that he lied to the public in order to prevent a shortage on masks, whereas other health officials did an about face on the scientific clan. <laughs> Sorry. On the scientific claims about masking. <laughs> While mainstream uh, epidemiology literature stressed the ambiguous nature of evidence surrounding masks, as recently as 2019, few scientists, scientists were suddenly certain that masks were something of a magic bullet for COVID. <laughs> God. It turns out that it turns out that both positions are likely wrong. Masks appear to have marginal effects at diminishing spread, effect especially in highly infectious settings and around the vulnerable. But their effectiveness at combating COVID has also been grossly exaggerated, as illustrated by the fact that mask adoption reached near universal levels in the United States by the summer with little discernible effect on the course of the pandemic. <sighs> yeah, okay, so 100 days. 100 days to wear a mask. That's what we got coming up, uh, maybe, after January 20th. 100 days to wear the mask. 100 days to fucking lock down. And most of the United States have been doing it, but somehow yet yeah, cases are surging through the fucking roof with a new strain on the line, on the, on the in the pipeline, in the barrel, chambered in the barrel. How about that one? A new strain is chambered in the barrel, ready to blast its bullshit all over our faces again. <sighs> Number three, Anthony Faustus's decimal error in estimating COVID fatality rates march 11th faustus testified before congress in early march where he was asked to estimate the severity of the disease in comparison to influenza his testimony was uh 
his testimony that COVID was, quote, 10 times more lethal than the seasonal flu stoked widespread alarm and provided a major impetus for the decision to go into lockdown. The problem, as Ronald Brown documented in an epidemiology journal, journal, journal is that Faustus... <laughs> is that Faustus based his estimates on a conflation of the infection fatality rate and the case fatality rate for the influenza, leading him to exaggerate the comparative danger of COVID by an order of magnitude. Faustus's error, which he further compounded in a late February article for the New England Journal of Medicine, helped to convince Congress of the need for drastic lockdown measures while also spreading panic in the media and general public. As of this writing, Faustus has not acknowledged the magnitude of his error, nor has the journal corrected his article. Whoa. An order of a magnitude. That's a... What was that? By 10 million, I believe? Mm -hmm. 10 times more lethal. Yeah. I guess I don't know what the, the mortality rate for seasonal flu is. 342,000 or so. <laughs> number four i got the rate today of the covid virus which is or you know you have it's a 98.7 percent survival rate at least if you go off the cdc's website today and uh you know divide the deaths by the cases well good news and we're dead <laughs> Good news, everybody. 10 years to flatten the curve, March 16th. The lockdown settled on a catchy slogan in mid-March to justify their unprecedented shuttering of economic and social life around the globe. Two weeks to flatten the curve. The White House COVID Task Force aggressively promoted this line, as did the news media and much of the epidemiology profession. The logic behind the slogan came from the ubiquitous graph showing that, number one, a steep caseload that would overwhelm our hospital system or two, a mitigated alternative that would spread the caseload out over several weeks, making it manageable. To get graph number two, society would need to buckle up for two weeks of shelter-in-place orders until the capacity issue could be managed. Indeed, we were told that if we did not accept the solution, the hospital system would enter into catastrophe, fail catastrophic failure in only 10 days. Two weeks came and went, then the rationale on which they were sold to the public shifted. Hospitals were no longer on the verge of being overwhelmed. By the way, do we ever see the the Red Cross boats in the Hudson Bay get overwhelmed? You know, where was there lines of traffic to those to the ships? Well, there would have been, but Trump brought those there. So they didn't want to use them because they were mad at them. <laughs> Cuomo was like, nah, man, I'm going to pass. <laughs> oh, man. God, I should, I should just stop guessing ahead. A U.S. Navy hospital ship sent to relieve New York departed a month later after serving only 182 patients. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cuomo's sitting there sending sick people all the way back to the fucking nursing homes. Yeah, by executive order that he deleted from his own website so he couldn't be criticized for doing it and then wrote a book about how awesome he was at handling the COVID fucking crisis. I mean, 
I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> and CNN is like, man, uh, Cuomo, if you were here, I would suck your dick and I'm your brother. <laughs> that sounds, uh, sounds. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, of course. You know, I'm paraphrasing. In the, in the background, I can hear him going, Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> Oh, God. Number five, Neil Ferguson predicts a, quote, best case U.S. scenario of 1.1 million deaths. March 20th, the name Neil Ferguson, a douchebag, the leader, the lead modeler. What? Turd Ferguson? Turd Ferguson. (laughs) Neil Turgerson, the lead modeler and chief spokesman for the Imperial College London's pandemic response team, has become synonymous with lockdown alarmism for good reason. Ferguson has a long track record of making grossly exaggerated predictions of catastrophic death tolls for almost every single disease that comes along and urging aggressive policy responses to the same, including lockdowns. COVID was no different, and Ferguson assumed center stage when he released a highly influential model of the virus's death forecast for the U.S. and U.K. Ferguson appeared with the UK Prime Minister Johnson on March 16th to approach to announce the shift towards lockdowns. With no small irony, he was coming down with COVID himself at the time and may have been the patient zero of a super spreader event that ran ran through Downing Street and infected Johnson himself. (laughs) Whoopsie. (laughs) That was really good. Uh, across the Atlantic, uh, uh, Faustus and Dr. Burke cited Ferguson's model as a direct justification for locking down the U.S. There was a problem, though. Ferguson had a bad habit of dramatically hyping his own predictions to political leaders and the press. The no. Imperial. What? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> never happened before. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> The Imperial College paper modeled a broad range of scenarios, including death tolls that range from tens of thousands to over two million. But Ferguson's public statements only stressed the latter, even though the paper itself conceded that such an extreme worst case scenario was highly, uh, highly unrealistic. A telling example came from March 20th and the New York Times contacted the Imperial College modelers uh, modeler to ask about the most likely scenario for the United States. Uh, and he asked the this guy for the best case. The guy's like, meh, about 1.1 million. <laughs> God. I hate all of these people. <laughs> Arrest me for hate speech. I just said it. I just said the hate word. I hate these mother. Ugh. Like, I, I, I realistically, I try not to use the word hate in that capacity, but I really hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, uh, number six researchers in Sweden use the Imperial College model to predict 95,000 deaths uh, I'm trying to see what the actual number ended up being uh, six months later Sweden has about 8,000 um, number seven scientists suggest that ocean spray spreads COVID <laughs> <laughs> don't hang out at the beach y'all God, resting surfers and shit like that can we go back to that point of the pandemic it was just you know arresting people for being outside when they were taking all the fucking uh skate parks and filling them up with sand this it was just such easier times you know 
We don't have to fucking play pretend. Like, just show us what you want us not to do. Stupid fucks. In the second week of the lockdown, several newspapers in California promoted a bizarre theory. COVID could spread by ocean spray. Uh, although the paper later walked back the headline grabbing claim. Huh? Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice? What? The ocean spray cranberry juice. <laughs> I just PCR tested my cranberry juice and it came up positive for coronavirus. Ocean spray? <laughs> ocean spray has <laughs> unicorns in it. <laughs> it's coronavirus. We better lock down LA. Ugh. It was uh, initially promoted by a group of biologists who studied bacterial infection connected to storm runoff. The COVID virus washed down storm gutters and into the ocean where the ocean breeze would pick it up into the air and infect people on the nearby beaches. Yes. (laughs) Die, fuckers. (laughs) As silly as this theory now sounds, it helped to inform California's initially draconian enforcement to lock down on its public beaches. Whoa. Fuckers all think that global warming's bad, but the only way to kill this shit is to get the oceans hot enough to boil. Are you are you referring to that Bill Gates wants to spray all the shit up in the air with all the reflectors to help cool off the planet? Well, you know, he's just he's a scientist. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's Doctor Gates to you, Mister. I don't. Know. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Neil Ferguson predicts catastrophic death tolls in the U.S. states that reopen. Uh, catastrophic. Several states started to reopen in late April and May. Ferguson and his colleagues published a new model predicting another catastrophic ways of deaths by midsummer. Their model focused on five states with both moderate and severe outbreaks during the first wave. If they reopened, according to the Imperial team's model, New York could face up to 3,000 deaths per day. Florida could hit as high as 4,000. California could hit as high as 5,000. Number nine, Anthony Faustus credits lockdowns for beating, excuse me, beating the virus in Europe. Uh, His message credited Europe's heavy lockdowns with defeating the virus, whereas he blamed the United States for reopening too early and for insufficient aggressiveness in the initial lockdowns. Yeah, they should have been fucking welding people inside of their fucking houses, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, all partied. Uh, The message was clear. United States should have followed fucking Europe, but failed to do so and got a summer wave of summer wave of COVID instead. Just like the fucking fall surge, just like the Christmas surge. Now we're coming into the post Christmas New Year's. It's never going to end. This is never going to end. This is going to be the next fucking 10 years. BioNTech. What's his nuts? CEO, yeah, I don't expect it to disappear for the next decade. Why would they want it to disappear? Why would you give up that much fucking money? Why would you, you you spend all this time to get people this worked up and afraid? Like, you don't want to just blow your load after some piddly one-ass, one-bullshit year of, ah. I never get this angry. I don't know why this is getting me mad. Good, you're good, good, it's good to Woosa, woosa, woosa. You know, something in there made me just think. Of something. So, it was something I was talking with a, with a friend of mine today about um, everything. We just had one of those conversations that started at one point and went to a whole another point, like we do 
right now. Mm. Um, but um, <clears throat> it was Fauci. And I was trying to remember Fauci's connections with Moderna. Does he have some sort of patent ownership or something? Do you know about any of that? Uh, I do know that he's got some patents on some things, but the specifics I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but I do feel like I've read that his wife is on the board of people that rubber stamp vaccines. So, I mean, like, if the question is, does Faustus have a fucking personal stake in these vaccines getting released? Yeah, I, I would I would have to imagine so. I couldn't imagine he wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, he's been around forever and people have been calling him out for doing that for decades. Yep. Usually oh, yeah. if you're legit. You don't get called out for that. And if you're legit, if you do get called out for it, you go to court, you have to prove your innocence, you know? So, yeah. Well, continuing on here, number 10, New Zealand and Australia declare themselves COVID free, but that's not going to last at Man, all. Man. All right. I'm going to inject in there too. A bunch of stagehands and shit are all like, New Zealand did it right. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like, what did the fuck did they do? I mean, it's it's their fucking hot season. (laughs) They're now just getting, oh, uh, it's the other way around, right? Yes, our winter is their summer. Uh, number 11. Yeah. I mean, and, and New Zealand's the one that are like, well, you know, if you don't want to take a test, then we can just hold, hold you. We'll, we'll just hold you until you want to take a test or you can wait the, you know, two weeks or whatever the fuck it is there to finish up your quarantine. But, uh, either we shove this up your nose, whether you like it or not, or you're just going to stay here. What's it going to be, boy? What's it going to be? <laughs> what do you think? Um, I know you're going to continue on to that, but just to, I believe that it's New York that is um, proposing legislation um, about having COVID camps to take COVID people to. This is in New York State proposed legislation. Sorry, my 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 O face and my shocked face look very similar. Have, have any of y'all heard about that? I think I've got a a link pulled up for that one. Uh, Cuomo warns New Yorkers to limit social gatherings. The numbers go up. The region will close down. Is that related? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, Andrew Cuomo warns New Yorkers to limit social gatherings. Those numbers go up. The region will close down. Oh, I'm sorry. Gets continuous. I'll try to look into this um, and see what I can uh, find. But continue on. This one's kind of weird. Number 11. Renewed lockdowns are just a straw man in October. In uh, early October, a group of scientists met at the AIER the American Institute for Economic Research, where they drafted and signed the Great Barrington Declaration, a statement calling attention to the severe social and economic harms of lockdowns and urging the world to adopt alternative strategies for ensuring the protection of the most vulnerable. Although the statement quickly gathered tens of thousands of co-signers from health and science uh, and medical professionals, it also left the lockdown supporters incensed. Around the world, but Sorry there's concern about that. Over who's- 
sorry. You sorry. mother. You just... I'm sorry, but I, uh, yeah, I found, I found what I was talking about. Me fucking come all the way over there and kiss you. <laughs> uh, it also let the lockdown supporters incensed. They responded not by scientific scientific debate over the merits of their policies, but with a vilification campaign. Yeah, fuck you guys. They answered by flooding the petition with hoax signatures and juvenile name calling and by peddling wildly false conspiracies about the AIER's funding. The primary instigator of both tactics, ironically, was a UK blogger known for promoting 9-11 truther conspiracies. But the lockdowners also adopted another narrative. They began to deny that lockdowns were even on the table. Nobody was considering bringing back the lockdowns from the spring. They insisted arguing against the politically unpopular shelter-in-place orders in the fall only served the purpose of undermining public support for narrower and more temperate restrictions. The great Barrington authors, we were told, were arguing with a straw man from the past. Over the next several weeks in October, a dozen or more prominent epidemiologists, public health experts, and journalists peddled the lockdowns are a straw man line. The straw man claim saw promotion in the top outlets of the New York Times and in an op-ed by two principal co-signers of the Jon Snow Memorandum, a competing uh, petition that lockdown supporters drafted as a response to the uh, Barrington Declaration. Uh, The message was clear. GBD was sound yeah GBD was sounding a false alarm against policies from the past that the lockdowners reluctantly supported in the spring as an emergency measure but had no intention of reviving by early November the straw man of renewed lockdowns became a reality in dozens of country dozens of countries across the globe often cheered on by the very same people who used the straw man canard in October so, in short, the entire lockdowns are a straw man narrative was false, and it now appears that more than a few scientists who used it were actively lying about their own intentions on October. And uh, number 12, the last one, Anthony Faust. Lying scientists? Um, that's not, that's, that can't be true. I don't know. I, I don't know what you mean. What, 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 what's a lying scientist? One that's not awake yet, not asleep. But, but science is my god. You will die. <laughs> Shun the non-believer, Charlie. Shun. Uh, mm. Number twelve, Anthony Faustus touts New York as a model for Satan. COVID. Satan. Satan. <laughs> not so. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like reading this one because I think we've all got a pretty good idea what's going down, has been going down in New York. Yeah, I was speaking of New York again. You know, I, I, we were talking on this, uh, pull, pulling up yesterday. Uh, Fox News, so you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I was surprised it was so easy to find. Uh, New York Democrats bill allowing governor to detain individuals dangerous to quote public health sparked backlash. State assembly assemblyman N. Nick Perry defended Bill A. Four Sixteen, saying it does not violate Americans' constitutional rights, and um. 
blah, 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 blah. Okay, a New York Democrats bill that would allow the governor or his sur surrogates to detain individuals who propose a who pose a threat to public health, quote, by single order in a medical facility or other appropriate facility, end quote, sparked fierce backlash online. And then, uh, yeah, somebody, somebody, uh, so disturbing. I guess this is a, an, um, uh, assembly person. So disturbing. New York bill allows for the removal and detention of anyone who may be a danger to public health. Yes. That's purposely undefined. Conservative podcast host Ali Beth Stuckey wrote on Twitter. So I don't know who that is. Anybody know who that is? No, I'm not Allie familiar. Yeah, whatever. She's, I don't know. She looks pretty, so she's probably, you know, on Fox or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, anyway. Yeah, because everybody else goes to NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, but that, that's just it. You know, do I don't even. I mean, we can keep on reading on that, but it, that's just the. It's there. Well, it's you like, know, no, um, hey, you know, I'm looking at the bill right here. You just here. might pose a public threat uh, to state public of New health. York 416 2021 to 22. You're a danger to public health in assembly pre-file January 6, 2021. Speaking section one, you know, the public health law is amended by adding health. a new section 2120 20, to read as follow. 2120-A, hey, removal and detention of cases, contacts, and carriers who are or may be a danger to public uh, health, I other orders. The provisions of this section shall be utilized in the event Damn, that the how long has he been talking a state of health emergency due to an epidemic of any communicable disease. He's not looking. What? Oh. Oh, no, I did the thing. Oh, no. He did the thing. You did the thing, man. I don't know. God damn it. Darren O, I forgot which side of the mic to talk into. You're talking into I'm just sitting here going ham on this bill. My fucking microphone's muted because yeah, I had to time. cough. It's just like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I see these two yeah, guys like, waving their hands. Yeah, I'm like, damn, he is talking uh, his ass Oh, off. yeah. This is right. real funny, y'all. Oh wait! Now I can't hear. Like one of these better rants there, didn't it? Oh Jesus Christ! And then I soloed myself. <laughs> Unfortunately, for that's at that point too, I also have to sign off and leave you guys with this last part. Oh, gotcha. Um, Mike, do you want? God damn! I can't believe I did that. <laughs> man, it happens, man. Yeah. So you muted us, and or. So I, I muted myself at first, and then when I get, went to oh. go unmute, <laughs> I soloed myself. <laughs> so you're sitting there talking in the video. I'm like, okay, oh. so that's who wasn't being, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, that's funny. Make fun of me. <laughs> Act like you're talking into the mic. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to sign off, guys. I got to head back right, to work for a little bit. Oh, Take but, care, Brad. Yeah, I love you guys. Uh, Blueberry, I'll see you Wednesday, of course. Oh, yeah, abs in the six-pack. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. To I'm going to give you a call tomorrow about that, too, because I want to make sure I'm prepared and all, all facets for that. I don't want to go in there and just 
be a new guy. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll have uh, I'll have some stuff I can send you to by that point. So it'll be That's good. Cool, man. If we can push that the later possible, you know, I'm gonna be driving a rig, man. I'm gonna be going down the highway, right. trucking hard, man. You know, probably doing some meth and everything else. <laughs> uh, but, uh, That's I'm gonna be you know, driving real hard. I'm gonna come in late, you know, so the later mm-hmm. you. But I might be able. To... <laughs> you ain't... might be able to pop in later on. No. You ain't never shown up anywhere late on speed, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got a, a long call. So if, if y'all push it, can push it. The later you can push it that night, the better chance I can. Okay, uh, uh, I mean uh, I'll leave that up to Agent because you're ta- you're coordinating it with the other guy. Yeah, um, I'll uh, I'll show you. I, I can meet at any time, honestly. It doesn't have to be eight or nine. It could be later. It doesn't matter to me. Right on. I'll uh, shoot him a message and see what he says. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Have a good night. Have a good one. Um, so section twenty one twenty dash a. Right. Everybody's got me this time, right? Are, are you talking about the uh, the New York proposed bill? Yeah, AR- I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it directly right here. I said uh, AR is an artificial reef. Uh, removal and detention of cases, contacts, and carriers who are or may be a danger to public health. Other orders? Number one, the provisions of this section shall be utilized in the event that the governor declares a state of health emergency due to an epidemic of any communicable disease. Upon determining by clear and convincing evidence that the health of others is or may be endangered by a case, contact, or carrier or suspected case contact or carrier of a contagious disease that in the opinion of the in the opinion of the governor after consultation with the commissioner may pose an imminent and significant threat to the public health resulting in severe mor- morbidity or high mortality the governor or his or her oh see they already fucked it up the governor or their comrades degree including but not limited to the commissioner or the heads of local health departments may order the removal and slash or the detention of such a person or of a group of such persons by issuing a single order, identifying such persons either by name or by a reasonably specific description of the individuals or group being detained. Such person or group of persons shall be detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facilities. And they they leave all the little chocolate mints on the pillows or other appropriate <laughs> Walmart's are going to be closed out Walmart's man. This uh, shed back here behind the Walmart is appropriate for you, boy. <laughs> Such person. <laughs> you get the rubber hose treatment. You danger to public health. You walking biohazard. You. <sighs> are a danger to public health god this is fucking depressing <laughs> and people are like no man we need that yeah that's good shit man i defend this is not an infringement on anyone's right you fucking fascist <laughs> hit me with some authority <laughs> god almighty what the fuck is wrong with people man i mean i understand it coming from you know this assembly person who's like got a power boner going on and that's why we need to have an educated society to like have boner squishers you know for people with powder power boners Mm. yes 
Yeah, and maybe I think, a, uh, a boner hammer. I, I think a power. Wow. I think a power boner is something that transcends, you know, all yeah. social constructs. You know, it's just yeah. Either in party, whatever, you know, you're gonna yeah. get a power boner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's pretty unfortunate. <laughs> could be, that could be a good uh, show name, maybe. Power boner. <laughs> throwing it out there. <laughs> Oh God, my eye! Either that or it's gonna be my next band. I, I like that as a band name. That's <laughs> tonight, Power Boner. Gonna have like yeah. the old school '80s hair metal fucking font. Maybe we can get some gigs in Wuhan. <laughs> we'll be like, uh, we're singing for Z's the Power Boner, you know. His boner is good for you. Dun, 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 dun. Z's boner is good for you. You know. Oh, I, uh... <laughs> hey, man, I'm just looking for gigs. <laughs> Anything I can do right now. Let's see. We kind of talked on that one. What do we have next? I mean, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really sick of giving so much attention and time to COVID-1984, but you know, by God, if all of my conversations with anyone and everyone that I fucking give a shit about is just going to turn the fucking shit in my face and explode. Like I'll just have to keep fucking, you know, congregating information and just hold on to it, I guess. And, and spit it out here. Cause I mean, these conversations, you know, like how do you fight, the propaganda machine when you know it's totally mr smithing someone right in front of your fucking face what do you do you don't fight it you submit oh 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 yes great balls of fire <laughs> what 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 propaganda machine blueberry well what the fuck are you talking about <sighs> you, you these are all baseless conspiracy theories Listen, we, Malachi, we need to have a conversation. The BBC told me, I I got in there, I got in there real close. I was like, speak to me, BBC, speak to me. What do you say, BBC? And the BBC sits there and stares back and says, how should you talk to friends and relatives who believe in conspiracy theories? (laughs) Number one, don't ever look them in the eyes. (laughs) Number two, do not make any sudden movements. <laughs> Three, call New York City um, <laughs> Department of Health authorities. <laughs> so, uh, oh my God, this is going to be good. In <laughs> bold font, you're dreading the moment. As you're parents comrade pass sorry as your parents siblings passes the roast potatoes they casually mention that a coronavirus vaccine will be used to inject microchips into our bodies to track us or maybe it's that point when a friend after a couple of pints starts talking about how covid19 quote doesn't exist or when pudding is ruined as a long-lost cousin starts spinning lurid tales about QAnon and elite Satanists eating babies. What the, is this fascination with QAnon? You know, I don't know. Hey, man, it's just another fucking thing to point fingers at. Be like, wow, oh, look at 
group. That's one right. They're ruining everything. It's totally not a playbook that we've seen take place in fucking 1940s Germany. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. The recent rules changes. The recent rules changes have upended holiday plans for many of us, but you still may find yourself grappling with such situations over the next few days. Talking not about legitimate political questions and debates, but outlandish plots and fictions. So, how do you talk to people about conspiracy theories without ruining Christmas? I don't know, BBC. How do you talk to conspiracy theory people during Christmas? Number one, keep calm. This is the episode of Lists. While it's important to confront falsehoods, it's never useful if things end up in a flaming row. Quote, my number one rule would be to not spoil Christmas, says Mick West, author of Escaping the Rabbit Hole. Quote, an angry, heated conversation will leave everyone feeling rubbish and further cement conspiracy beliefs. Psychopath Joven Byford, a lecturer at the Open University, notes that a conspiracy theory often has strong emotion. Notes that conspiracy theories often have a strong emotional dimension. They are not just about right and wrong, he says, but underpinned by feelings of resentment, anger, and indignation over how the world works. After they boomed this year, with many searching for grand explanations for the pandemic, American politics, and huge world events. Catherine from the Isle of Wight understands that, uh, understands that better than most. The 38-year-old used to be a big believer in conspiracies about vaccines being used to deliberately harm people. But she, now she's not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> well, it's kind of right. She's sent. She sorry, sorry. Comrade has since rejected such claims. It's extremely important to remain calm at all times. Comrade says, "Whoever you're talking to is just as often as passionate as you are about your own beliefs and will defend them to the grave." I have an audio clip of Comrade right now. You want to hear it? Oh, hit me with a Comrade. Here you go. She is right now. I used to be a conspiracy theorist. Now, no more. <laughs> short clip. It's good. I like how you just tapped the t- <laughs> no, no. That's why we need video on our show. <laughs> I am no longer a conspiracy theorist. I am here for the greater good. <laughs> the greater. I, you know, I, I, my path was totally different. I used to not be a conspiracy theorist because as a child, I was believed in Santa Claus and everything else. You yeah, know? yeah, totally normal science things. Conspiracy theorist. Once I just sorry, I lost my fucking hardline internet to. And I had to turn on my Wi-Fi. Oh, weird. You know, so anyway, you want to play this little clip? That's the president tonight in Georgia. Do we want to? Or not? I want to hear it. Um, This isn't too terribly long, and I'll try and uh, cliff note it. All right. Uh, So, coming back to it. Number two, don't be dismissive. Approach conversations with friends and family with empathy rather than ridicule. 
Listen to what they have to say and say it with pa- uh, listen to what they have to say with patience. Her golden rule, sorry, comrade's golden rule is never publicly shame someone for their views. That's likely to backfire. If you do decide to discuss conspiracy theories, don't be dismissive of other person's beliefs. Establish some common ground. Remember that people often believe conspiracy theories because deep down, they're worried or anxious. Try to understand those feelings, particularly in a year like the one we've just had. Because nobody else is fucking worried or anxious. Jesus fucking Christ. (sighs) Number (laughs) Number three, encourage critical thinking. People who believe conspiracy theories often say, I do my own research. The problem is, is that their research tends to consist of watching fringe YouTube videos, following random people on Facebook, and cherry-picking evidence from biased Twitter accounts. But the spirit of doubt that pervades the conspiracy-minded internet is actually... Biased Twitter accounts. You mean like Brian Stelter's? I don't know. It's fucking... Pretty much (laughs) what this is saying, cherry-picking evidence from Twitter accounts without a blue check mark. (laughs) Because if... Twitter doesn't give you a blue check mark. You're a <laughs> say it. Blank. Fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah, you're a conspiracy theorist. Uh, many people who believe them see themselves as healthy skeptics and self-taught researchers into complex issues. Present this as something that, in principle, you value and share. Your aim is to make them less curious. Your aim is sorry. Your aim is not to make them less curious or skeptical, but to change what they are curious about or skeptical of why why do you want to change them what is the argument they are saying why are you just saying you should change somebody's view when you don't even know what that view is that your conspiracy theory family member may be having well uh let's listen to what phil from belfast has to say he used to be big into 9-11 conspiracies Quote, I used to point out the fact that there were various experts who doubted official stories. This was very persuasive to me, Comrade explains. Why would these experts lie? But then Comrade began applying skepticism, not to just, quote, official sources, but also the alternative, quote, experts that he was listening. Fuck, I did it again. That they were listening to. Oh, hold on. I didn't fuck that up but also the alternative quote experts that was listening to got to step up the game BBC. Like I know I'm a pretty bad reader, but this is just bad fucking writing. I've got a video clip or an audio clip of comrade bill. Do you want to hear it? I would love to. I used to be nine 11 conspiracy theorist. I thought, Tower 7 fell in controlled demolition speed. Then I read the 9-11 Commission report, and they didn't mention Tower 7. (laughs) Oh, okay. Makes perfect sense. (laughs) Yeah, it was a short clip. That's all I can find. God. Comrade developed a deeper understanding of the scientific method and skepticism itself. Just because one expert believes something doesn't make it true. But if a a plane with jet engines on its wings flies into a building, doesn't mean that the jet engines are going to leave a mark on the building where the jet engines should have gone through the building. 
Uh, <laughs> well, it's fucking science, dude. It's fucking science, bruh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. Just because <laughs> firefighters were in the lobbies going, there's fucking bombs blowing up in the fucking uh, parking deck underground. You know, that just proves that they're racist. <laughs> well, focus on those who are pushing these ideas and what they might be getting. For instance, financial gain by selling health supplements or reputational gain in building a following. <laughs> what in the fuck are you talking about? Amen. Are you just saying that anybody that is like a conspiracy theorist that Alex Jones, that's what that is right there. They're like, they're selling health supplements. Who does that, Alex Jones? That's the only one I can think of. And now, for our listeners listening to us currently at this very moment, if you go to BehindTheSchemesSCH3M3S.com right now, you can use the promo code Not a Conspiracy Theorist to get 25. Whoa, holy shit, 33% off of our Power Boner pills. <laughs> You're going to love our Power Boner pills. They're made of. Uh, pure gummy bears and and uh and we have also used a very scientific method to pull in all of the energy from an empty new york city plaza on new year's eve so you too can feel the power boner that mayor de blasio also feels 33 percent <laughs> number four ask questions <clears throat> oh this is good fact checking is important but it's often not enough not the right approach when someone passionately believes in conspiracies questions are much more effective than assertions experts say mm -hmm. focusing on the tactics and techniques used by people pushing disinformation is a more effective way of addressing these conversations than trying to debunk the information Think of general cure, uh, queries that encourage people to think about what they believe. For instance, are some of their beliefs contradictory? Do the details of the theory they're describing make much sense? Have they thought about the counter evidence? Quote, by asking questions and getting people to realize the flaws, you ultimately get people to doubt their own confidence and open them to hearing alternative views, says former conspiracy believer Phil. Comrade. <laughs> number five don't expect immediate results something something 28 days later you might be hoping that a constructive conversation will end with some kind of epiphany over christmas pudding but don't bet on it for those that have fallen deep down the conspiracy rabbit hole getting out again can be a very long process jesus this just makes it sound like you fucking Who wrote this? what's the guy's name who's uh, a well I think that's pretty fucked up, fucked up of you to assume that it was a guy that wrote it because it's written by Mariana Spring. Okay, Mariana. <gasps> Ever, if that's your real name. Comrade is a specialist disinformation reporter. Whoa. <laughs> Man. I'm not even fucking Mariana. with you. She's a specialist disinformation reporter? Yes. That's awesome. I want to be that dude. We are that. <laughs> yeah. So, but I want to, you know, just say this directly to her, you know, um, directly to comrade. Yes. Comrade to comrade Mariana. And, um, 
is is that I was um, challenged as a non-conspiracy theorist. You know, I was uh, to stop being a fucking lemming. And I took offense to that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. And I'm going to prove you wrong. And I went and did my own research, honestly, to myself about what we were talking about. And I realized that I was wrong and that there are conspiracy theories out there because I was honest to myself and made criti- used critical thinking to come up with obvious truths that cannot be denied by anyone on the face of the planet ever. You know, so I challenge you to do the same. Right. Yeah. It's just like, okay, prove me wrong. Prove to me that Epstein didn't fucking do the shit that he did. Let's try that one. Oh, okay. So she doesn't ever talk about what these conspiracy theories are. I mean, you know, some of them are outrageous, whatever. But, you know, or like nine eleven or something, you know, or, or you mean the or this election is being uh, rigged. You mean a sleepwalking woker is using generalizations? Mm. Holy fuck! Be a information <laughs> specialist. Uh, I like truth denier better. Oh yeah, 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 that's a good one. Truth denier, yes, indeed, and indubitably. Yeah. Um. So, you know, folks, just be real, be realistic about what you can achieve. Conspiracy theories instill in believers a sense of superiority. It's an important generator of self-esteem, which will make them resistant to change. For fact checker Claire Wardle, it's not just about bruised eagle, ego, eagles, bruised egos. This year has been scary, and for many, conspiracy theories have been a source of comfort. Mm, I don't feel very comforted. Recognize that everyone has had their lives turned upside down and is seeking explanations. Conspiracy theories tend to be simple, powerful stories that explain the world. Reality is complex and messy. Kind of just like it's a pandemic and we just came out of, you know, a bat. And we just need to chill out. If we do everything the government says, we'll be all right. I'd say... I'd say comrade and a whole hell of a lot of other comrades feel the same way because for all, you know, out of fucking nowhere, it's like, Oh yeah. Government, government man's the one we got to fucking listen to, to tell us how to do shit. Right. Yeah. Cause they never yeah. fucked anything up. Never. What Except kind of ever. garbage is that? Oops. My anarchy symbol. <laughs> Oh, but see, we're getting better. We're getting better. Getting better at the uh, the zingers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I'll I'll end it on this word, or this sentence, I should say. But damn, the ex- I was, I was like, what word is it going to be? <laughs> Shit, motherfucker, <laughs> cocksucker, tits. Huh? <laughs> Which one of the seven is it going to be? Got to be one of them. There could only be seven. <laughs> Uh, but the experts agree that even if you don't see the immediate results, don't give up. Pull them back into the matrix. I guess I don't know something something witty and and clever. Fuck this shit. <sighs> they never define what the fuck a conspiracy theory is. I mean, anything that involves two people 
or more Listen. trying to deceive someone. What you know what I mean? It's it's fine. Just don't just just go to sleep, bro. Just go to sleep. Just... God damn it! <laughs> a little more than that. I'm not tired yet. Oh boy. Uh, well, well, we had a little bit of a technical issue, but do you want to play some of what you had going there before yeah, we came back? You know, uh, President Trump is in uh, Georgia tonight. Um, you know, trying to get the Republican Senate candidates elected tomorrow, and I just th- you know, uh, it would be nice. He is the president um, for a few more weeks. But damn it, listen to what he says. Let's let's just listen just for a little bit. I'm going to let it run, you know, if you have, interject if you wish, you know. I please. And, it, you know, this is not super long, but the beginning's pretty cool. By the way, there's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. But rigged, that was a rigged election, but we're still fighting it, and you'll see what's going to happen. We'll talk about it, and... Uh, I just want to thank you. This is some crowd. You know, uh, Biden was here today also. They had 14 people in three cars. <laughs> no, there was no way. And I just want to thank you. You know, I've had two elections. I won both of them. It's amazing. <laughs> and I actually did much better on the second one. It's great to be back in this incredible state, the home of hardworking patriots who believe in God, family, and country. Tomorrow, each of you is going to vote in one of the most important runoff elections in the history of our country. Frankly, forget about runoff. One of them. You know, just going to interject every now and then, just get, you know, just to keep it going. But damn it. So you think this guy, Joe Biden. Got 81 million votes over this guy? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Well, Still- I'd say Biden was probably, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Appealing, appealing to his base? <laughs> you know. Okay. You know. Dead we can, we, can, <laughs> we can deny reality, you conspiracy theorists who believe that there was no election fraud. You know, anyway. Most important elections, really. It's really not runoff. It's elections because... Fucking conspiracy uh, theorists. Our country is depending on you. The whole world is watching... Trump's the, the only one that Georgia uses tomorrow, words like biggie. And you got to swamp them. <laughs> Bigly. Around. I mean, not... And not here. They were saying, oh, he's complaining about Georgia. No, no, I'm complaining about eight different states. <laughs> uh, and I think we're going to win them all. You're going to get... I don't. Everyone you know, you're going to show up at the polls in record numbers. you got to swamp them. And together, we're going to defeat the Democrat extremists and deliver a thundering. That's, hold on for a second. Today. Yep. That's interesting. You said you're going to swamp them. That's, yeah, I've only ever heard them use the term swamp as far, you know, in like just derogatory terms. Well, interesting. Yeah. And, you, you know, he's definitely reading this from a, uh, he's got the, uh, teleprompters up on each side and he, it looks as if he was reading this where he's not winging it yet you know mm. Might so be. for you know and trump does have some really good winging i mean he's like the best at winging it that um out of about well, any politician yeah i mean seen. he is he is i'd say first and foremost an entertainer without a doubt yeah. um 
And, he, he, and I mean, you can tell just by the sort of response that he's getting from the crowd. You know, I it's Obama. It's it's Obama level. You know, call and response, yeah. if not higher. But Obama never could go off script. Obama right. has to read a script every time because he has. He's like Hillary must read a script every time because you can't keep up with all the lies that you've told. <laughs> that's yeah. It. And, uh, <laughs> that so sounds you like have, a conspiracy theory. And that's why when it, like Obama's teleprompter goes down, he goes, I bet, I, uh, uh, you know, hey, uh, e, uh, 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 I mean, uh, come on, man. <laughs> that's Joe Biden. But, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, but you know, we never had politicians just call him out like this, man. And that's why he's, that's why none of the courts are checking it. Everybody wants him out that's in power because he threatens all of their power. David Perdue and wisdom. David, David, David. He, we love our David. I know David so well. He's respected and yeah, loved David by will turn and stab you in the back before you know has it. He's really been a star. <laughs> I'm not familiar. In David Perdue. Leffler. Where is Keller? They're running for Senate in Georgia. Right gotcha. Now. And that's who he's campaigning Where for them right Kelly? now. What a job you've done. Thank you. And we'll tell you about Kelly. She owns a women's <laughs> NBA team. Fight for Trump. Man, you, we might have like a couple of million people in D.C. on Wednesday. Shit's going to be off the rails. I mean, it's going to be... Uh, and What's the I word I'm will... looking for? Unprecedented? <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit's I think banned. that word was baseless. You know, the Republicans, you have to understand for the people that don't fight, not for me fighting for us, because Hold on. we have That's a lot of corrupt things. Hold it for a second. Fighting for us? fighting for the u.s i mean it, that's it's kind of easy one i guess but i just that's that's interesting yeah i feel like there's been a little bit of time put into this speech interesting mm-hmm. that when they don't fight one thing i've learned about republicans i have some difficulties but you know a difficulty that they don't have they never forget they never forget and people are going to find that out because uh, we have to go and we have to go all the way and that's what's happening and you watch what happens over the next couple of weeks you watch what's going he to shot come across out. the bounds to the Republican to party <laughs> elephant gun more like rhino gun <laughs> I have to tell you that the stakes of this election they don't care could not be higher you vote tomorrow. You want to go out tomorrow. People want to go out. They don't want to do the, the ballot thing. They don't want to do it unless it's the other side, in which case they just print them out. They don't want to do one vote. Make sure your vote is counted. Make sure they don't let you say, I'm sorry, somebody else has already voted for you. Your vote tomorrow will decide which party controls the United States Senate. The radical Democrats are trying to capture Georgia's Senate seats. So they can wield unchecked, unrestrained, absolute power over every aspect of your lives. If the liberal Democrats take the Senate and the White House, and they're not taking this White House, we're going to fight like hell, I'll tell you right now. Damn. That's that's power, right? Hey, man, I respect him for saying that. 
I was telling Kelly before. It don't matter. You can lose, and that's acceptable. You lose, you lose, you go, and you go wherever you're going, and you go and say, maybe I'll do it again sometime, or maybe I won't, or I'll get back to life. But when you win in a landslide, mm-hmm. and they steal it, and it's rigged, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Then you have a... See, I, the evidence I see suggests he totally did win in a landslide. There were no questions asked about who ordered the stopping of all vote counting at 1 a.m. or something, you know, or 11 a, 11 p.m. You know, well, I've, I've said this a few times. I had my notes from election night written down about what time and how far ahead he was. And then it all stopped. And then it thought 4.35 a.m., yeah, we're started again, and here we go. <laughs> it seems like, you know, whenever we were counting before, it was like Trump, 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 Biden. Now it's Biden, 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 you know? Well, you it's know, a- Joe Biden's middle name is it Robinette for nothing. <laughs> Robinette. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I, you know, I will have to say, I, I think I, if, if, 2021 20, uh, goes the way that you know people are so desperately clamoring for it to go with the lockdowns and the mask and worshiping this fucking death cult of science and the legacy media i will miss how much shit trump can talk um i will miss that but you know i <laughs> i'm 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 at a total flip a coin moment for this i think I think it could and can go either way at this point. Um, it can't. It can't. They're going to. Um, there's not enough Republicans to, to make anything happen. They're going to overrule it Wednesday in front of two million or so people right in front of them. And they're going to be like, fuck you. We mm. don't care. And you're going to, you know. And it's going to be done right then. And no court is ever going to look at anything, any of it. Mm. They're just going to be like, there's no standing to look at this. Well, you know what? We've already seen that there's evidence and there's no evidence. And it's like, what the fuck? You know what? It's I, just like 11. You know what I have to say about that? This is extremely, extremely dangerous to our democracy. Sorry, that one's a little loud. I apologize. No, it is extremely dangerous to our democracy. It's extremely dangerous to our democracy. So, uh, yeah. Isn't it our voting machines? You know, it's like, okay, these are our votes. We have serious, legitimate questions to ask. Hey, let us see what's going on in those machines. Let us look at these ballots. No. It's kind of like the Fisher-Price version of uh, Stalinist voting tactics, I feel like. Wasn't he the one that was like, oh, yeah, we got elections, but my name's the only one on the ballot, motherfuckers. Exactly. (laughs) It doesn't matter who, you know, votes. It just matters who counts the votes. Oh, yeah, that's the quote. That's the quote I'm thinking of. (laughs) Doesn't matter... Just as long as you're counting the votes. Fuck, man. This is going to... 2021 is going to be one hell of a ride. Dude, and they're going to make quick... You know, I, I don't think... I think tomorrow will be a real... 
quick one because they're going to rig that. There's no reason in hell for them not to rig, do the exact same thing when they know when no one's looking at them right now. And you can do it in front of everybody under cameras without any repercussions at all. They're going to have the same people do it. It's over. It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, yeah, sure. Go ahead. And, you know, but they're going to wait. They'll be like, okay, it's 1130. We're down by 348,000 votes. We need to stop counting for a little bit. Well, at least I can, <laughs> at least I can go. These fucking guys like 14 times a piece, all seven of us. Okay. At least I can take comfort in my original stance that voting is just the points or the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Uh, yeah. I, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. You know? And you know, there is no thing, no such thing as unity or coming together. And all this shit. Fuck that. <laughs> There's none of that. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Well, Zero. And Chief Justice Robert, <laughs> you're going fucking down one day, goddammit. One day. Somehow. <laughs> I have a super inappropriate joke about that, but I'm not going to do, do it. it. I'm not going to do it. If it's inappropriate, you should do it. <sighs> it would be inappropriate not to do it. God. And for the first time, Chief Justice Roberts won't be going down on a minor. Oh, that was inappropriate. That was totally inappropriate. I'm sorry for anybody whose sensibilities have been offended. Um, you know, what communists hate the most is fucking comedy. <laughs> but they do love themselves some Jerry Lee Lewis. Right. Balls of fire. Great balls of fire. Um, so it's kind of, I feel like it's time to wind down. I got three tabs left open. Uh, we can take a pick. Which one do you want to go through? This will be our, maybe our last one for today. Does that sound good? One more. Let's do one more. So we have your credit score should be based on your web history. IMF says we have COVID-19 bill started at a 180 day countdown for UFO disclosure or the British Army's Information Warfare Unit is helping combat coronavirus misinformation. Ugh. Decisions. <laughs> Choices. The 180 days. Let's just talk about UFOs. Really. Oh, fuck yes, UFOs. Let's do it. COVID-19 bill started a 180-day countdown for UFO disclosures. President Trump's signature Sunday on the 2.3 trillion, trillion, trillion COVID-19 relief and government funding bill started a 180-day countdown for the Pentagon and spy agencies. That's interesting. Spy agencies. Implying that there's multiple ones. So what? We got the CIA. We got the NSA. Who would be the other one? The FDA, the CDC. Uh, (laughs) FDA. uh, (laughs) Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. God, who does, Uh, uh, who's the broadcast? The FCC. FCC (laughs) won't let me be, let me be me. So let me see. They try to shut me down on MTV, but it feels so empty without me. The provision received very little attention in part because it wasn't included in the text for the 5,593-page legislation, but as a, quote, committee comment attached to the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act, which was rolled into the massive bill. The Senate Intelligence Committee, chaired by Marco Rubio, said in the comment that it, quote, 
directs the director of national intelligence in consultation with the uh, secretary of defense and the heads of such other agencies to submit a report within 180 days of the date of enactment of the act to the congressional intelligence and armed service uh, services committees on unidentified aerial phenomenon. The report must address quote observed airborne objects that have not been identified and should include a, quote, detailed analysis of unidentified phenomenon data collected by A, geospatial intelligence, B, signals intelligence, C, human intelligence, and D, measurements and signals intelligence, the committee said. The report also must contain a detailed analysis of data of the FBI, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> which was derived from investigations of intrusions of, ident uh, of unidentified aerial phenomenon data over restricted United States airspace, and in an assessment of whether this unidentified aerial phenomenon activity may be attributed to more one or more foreign adversaries. Russia! It's fucking Russia! <laughs> <coughs> Former Pentagon and legislative officials confirmed Tuesday to the publication the debrief that the package begins the clock on UFO disclosures. Department Def uh, Defense Department spokesperson Sue Gao told the Post, "We are aware that the Senate Select Committee on the Intelligence Committee report on the oh, Jesus Christ. We are aware that the Senate." Select Committee on Intelligence Committee Report on the Intelligence Authorization Act for the Fiscal 2021 included a requirement for the Director of National Intelligence in consultation with the Secretary of Defense to submit a report on UAPs, uh, some <laughs> wet-ass phenomena, <laughs> within 100 days of enactment. <laughs> Uh, spokespeople, yeah. uh, spokespeople for Rubio who pushed, uh, pushed, pushed for more <laughs> UFO transparency did not respond to the post's multiple requests for comment. The push for more information follows the Pentagon's April publication of three Navy videos showing unidentified objects. Uh, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence told the de debrief that newly enacted Intelligence Authorization Act incorporates the Senate Intelligence Communities. They say so many words, but I feel like they're meaningless. <laughs> report language calling for un, uh, for an unclassified all-source report on the UAP phenomenon. Uh, consequently, it is now fair to say that the request for the unclassified report on the UAP phenomenon enjoys su the support from both parties in both House of Congress. And uh, assuming that the executive branch honors this important request, the nation will at long last have an objective basis for assessing the validity of the issue and its national security implications. This is an extraordinary and long overdue opportunity. Uh, the, this dude says, I am a hopeful. I am hopeful. The new administration will rigorously execute its oversight prerogatives because the concerns of the public and numerous U S military personnel have been ignored by a complacent national security bureaucracy for far too long. Uh, Nick Pope, who ran the UFO office of the UK's ministry of defense told the post, I welcome this move, which shows how seriously the phenomenon is being taken in the intelligence community. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Sir Spencer, if you hear this, 
<laughs> it says right here at the end, but this is a step in the right direction. <laughs> uh, Trump, as commander in chief, has brushed off questions about UFOs and possible alien life. Quote, I'm not a believer, but you know, I guess anything is possible, he said in an interview last year. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, <clears throat> maybe maybe they're disclosing some like sick new free energy devices that would be kind of cool but it's probably just going to be some lame ass alien invasion it's all projected anyways <laughs> it's having a yeah is there, is there more on that no nah, that was it and i got something that just popped up that's um i don't know you know that was right at the end but it's pretty late are you going to tease me or are you going to follow through? This is from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So now, now I'm going to try to read real fast um, after drinking a lot. And it's always good. Okay. So anyway, Wisconsin state legislature is the uh, .gov, uh, docs.legisp.wisconsin.gov, 2021 related proposals AR3 which is Assembly Resolution 3, 2021, January 4th, 2021, introduced by Representative Allen. Okay. And I'm going to try to just read through this real quick and see if you can see if, if we can make this out. Okay. Relating to addressing election law violations, whereas in the United States, the power to govern is given by the people through the process of democratic elections. It is by this process that our government attains legitimacy. And whereas we have three branches of government, the legislative consisting of duly elected representatives of the people is the branch charged with the power to write laws. It is through this process that our government maintains legitimacy. And whereas the executive branch or administrative agencies charged with enforcing the laws instead choose to step outside of the law or go beyond the law or to stretch the law to something other than what is written, the legitimacy of the government begins to erode. And whereas the 2020 election and the recount results of the presidential election have brought to light a number of areas in which the letter of the law is not being followed, those circumstances circumstances of departure from the letter of the law include but are not limited to the followings. <clears throat> clerks, number one, clerks provided absentee ballots to electors without applications as required by Wisconsin State Statute 6.86. Number two, clerks and deputy clerks authorized by the municipal clerk failed to write on the official ballot in the space for official endorsement, the clerk's initials and official title as required by Wisconsin State uh, Statute 6.87. Number three, clerks issued absentee ballots to electors who were required to enclose a copy of proof of identification or an authorized substitute document, but who failed to do so under Wisconsin statute, blah, blah, blah. Clerks failed to enter initials on ballot envelopes <clears throat> indicating where the elector is exempt from providing proof of exemption as required, blah, blah, blah. Five clerks in Milwaukee and Dane counties declared electors in their counties to be, quote, indefinitely confined under Wisconsin statute 
causing chaos and confusion and failed to keep current in the mailing list established under that subsection, more than 215,000 electors thus avoided identification requirements and safeguards that the legislature had established. Number six, clerks in the board of canvassers were per- permitted absentee ballots returned without required witness under Wisconsin statute to be counted in contravention of Wisconsin statute. Damn. Clerks who received absentee ballots with improved <laughs> improperly completed certificates or no certificates filled in missing information in contravention of Wisconsin statute. Oh, shit. Wow. This is wait, you said this is from Wisconsin.gov? Number seven. Yeah, this is on Wisconsin.gov. Wisconsin State Legislature. Number seven. Clerks, I'll reread that. Who received absentee balance with improperly completed certificates or no certificates filled in missing information in contravention of Wisconsin statute. The Wisconsin number eight, the Wisconsin Elections Commission in contravention of Wisconsin statute, barred special voting deputies from entering qualified nursing homes and assisted living facilities, instead mailing ballots to residents directly, thereby avoiding safeguards in the legislature put in place to protect our most vulnerable citizens and loved ones. Number nine, the clerk of Madison ignored Wisconsin statute and created an event named, quote, Democracy in the Park, and of her own accord, designated alternative sites where absentee ballots could be collected. These ballots were counted in contravention of Wisconsin statute and without legitimacy, the government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not stand. Instead, our government will devolve into a system of coercion and bribery that seeks the guise of elections to hold a degree of credibility and whereas the people of Wisconsin are demanding that the legislator, legislature address questions of legitimacy now therefore be it resolved by the assembly that the wisconsin state assembly recognizes that the most important function for a government is to conduct fair and honest elections that follow the duly enacted law and be it further resolved that when there are significant portions of the population that question the integrity of the election due to the failure of election officials to follow the letter of the law, it is incumbent upon the legislature to address the issues that are in question and it further and it and be it further resolved that the members of the Wisconsin State Assembly place the redress to those and other election law violations and failed administrative procedures. At its highest priority, it shall take up legislation crafted to ensure civil officers follow the law as written. Now, this, that's the end. Now, this is supposed to come out Thursday morning. Um, it will, r- resolution, this is part of a resolution that'll be announced Thursday morning to decertify the state's electoral college votes and award them to President Trump. Wow. That's from Wisconsin State Gov. That's the one where he was up by like 700,000 votes at 2 (laughs) a.m. And then at 4 a.m., he's down 80,000 votes. Wait, is that the the one where Biden's line goes straight up? (laughs) Yeah, fraud. 
that and Wisconsin, <laughs> both. I think Georgia does it too. It's that's you know. Anyway, I ha- could you understand that? Uh, I feel like I read it right through. I understood some shit, you know. Send it to me. I'll uh, add it into the show notes, and I can take a look uh, as stuff is uploading. But um, I think this would be an appropriate time for uh, calling it tonight. Do you want to do that thing? Yeah. We'll sign ourselves off. Name, location, and <laughs> something real witty. I put that document under politics. Fuck so. yes, you did, son. Sorry, comrade. <laughs> Anyways, straight from the mini-ocalypse. Amen, a woman, and hey, comrade, your state let you date. <laughs> I'm Booberry. <laughs> straight from the warm and steamy bowels of... Southeastern North Carolina. Mm, smells good down here. Malachi signing out. Have a good night, everybody. Behindtheschemes.com. Come check us out. SCH3M3S. Good night. Good night. Good night.